I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Can we start now, guys? Yes, please. <laughs> and now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Oh, man, such a fun game. We haven't played this in a while. Whatever, oh, this I whole thing it. is a charade. I know that you are looking forward to so much to this game today, Ross. I was so enjoying life not having to lose to you two cheaters in mouse charades. About? Prove and it, then bro. I saw it in the schedule and it ruined my day. Oh, sorry. So, well, just so you know. So, so what you're you going into this like that. Now you're like, how are you going to do? Okay. Because uh, we're backing all, out then? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not backing out, you chump. Okay. Well. What are you, chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like, I don't like the feeling that I'm being cheated. Uh, and uh, I, I also, even less than that, like to admit that maybe that I'm not good at something. <laughs> I think it's that. <laughs> okay. So it's one of those two. I go back and forth between just like massive feelings of insecurity and anxiety because I'm just no good at mouse charades uh, to then feeling like I'm cheated, which is maybe a defense mechanism, but also I think partly <laughs> true. So the deal is uh, Maury has clues in front of him. He will give the clues very much like charades, as you heard from the theme song. Uh, only Maury will give the clues just with his mouth. It's mouth charades. Only able to make sounds. Uh, no pantomiming, no hand movements, no nothing, no body <laughs> movements, no, no anything. No, I did not say no pants. <laughs> Maury only hears what he wants to hear. I know, I know. I know. So, Maury, uh, uh, any any time you're ready, Amoka. I believe you might have won the last time, which means that's a Roz word. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. I've won all the times. Okay, so oh, I get to go first. Yeah. Okay. So what I, you're gonna hear is a ding to signify the 20 seconds that Roz and I each have to scream out the answer to the clue, and then uh, at the end of the 20 seconds, I believe is a double buzz. Okay. All right? Yes. Okay. So, are we ready? Yeah. yeah. That is a um, like a vacuum. That is that's a it's like a high pitched um, like a drill. That's a drill. That's definitely a Makita. No, that's a um, what is that? Power drill. I said drill. Said drill. I was waiting for the word power. What other kind of drill is there? <laughs> Maury honestly doesn't know. <laughs> Come on, man. I, yo, I give that one to you. Like a hand drill? Like, like a, what kind like of a drill? Like a crank? What, what kind of drill were you thinking of? Well, I needed the word power. 
Oh my no, god! I, you know what? Thank you get you. that point. Thank you get that you. point. You said it. Look at you that. Get that point. I take everything I said back about you two cheaters at the beginning <laughs> of this. By the way, I take oh, it all what? back. Hold on, now I check the official rules. Yeah. you should have said power drill. Oh shut <laughs> up! Oh yeah, see, see, see. <laughs> shut up. Okay, next. All right. Okay. Oh, a turkey. Two turkeys? Yeah! Oh, oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Are you serious? Shut that up. was just a guess. Look at this. Two turkeys. Shut spelled T W O. No. no. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up with your two turkeys. You guys are two turkeys. Now you know why. Right? Now you know why I hate this game. Why? All right, my turn. Go. I'm on a roll. Okay. Power drill. Power drill. That is a hungry dad. Okay, hungry daddy. That is um, that is frustrated. Uh, that is angry. That's a that's a moose bear. Roaring bear. You said it. I, this is too late. You though. said it, but it's too late. But see, you're but getting I, it. He should get half a point for. No, some, he shouldn't. For saying daddy. No, there's no half points, Maury. <laughs> Again, Maury, Maury only hears what he wants to hear. Right. I know. <laughs> you only heard daddy and all that, huh? <laughs> you only heard daddy. Yeah, and right? then I, I tuned out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. yeah. That is the wind, air, an airplane taking off. That is uh, blowing bubbles, blowing, blowing a balloon. Yes! No. Uh, yeah. You shut up. Blowing really? up a balloon. You too. I swear to God. Oh, look at you. Why are you clapping? Yeah, you're not supposed you to be on anybody's side right now. I'd clap if you, you got one right. You're just a clue. I did I, get one right. You didn't clap. You didn't say power. Oh, shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See what I mean? This is fixed against me. I nobody no, no, nobody fixed. wants me to win. No, I, bro, I want Go, you to win. Go, my word. Go. I'm on a roll. Okay, hang What's on. What's the you... score, by the way? <laughs> 2 1 for me. Oh. Yeah, you're on a big roll. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Ready, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that is. Oh, <laughs> God, that's so. Dis is it disgusting? Mm. Is this uh, mm. grandpa? <laughs> this is old man face. This is you are chewing. You are uh. hungry, daddy. Speak <laughs> <laughs> Speaking moistly. Speaking moistly? <laughs> <laughs> You said no words. I didn't do words. I guess you're not allowed to do words. I did the what sounds kind of, of the moistly. Speaking moistly. All right, go Mocha for the win. <laughs> I, I still I want one did. more, by the way. Laughing? <laughs> 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 A monkey. A monkey jumping. A monkey. Jumping on a couch, jumping on a mattress. That's like a, a squeaky couch or a squeaky mattress. Yes! 
Shut no. up. Shut up, you two. Oh, you know that sound. What was it? Squeaky, Squeaky mattress. mattress. <laughs> Squeaky mattress? Yeah. That's such a guess. You two. No, that was a guess, Police. I swear. That came swear. naturally to you. Oh, listen, it looked to me like you were hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, it took a lot out of me to make that sound. The ventilator shortage is what I would have guessed. <laughs> okay. You want to do just one more? Yeah. 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 Just okay. to see if what I can get, I can not okay. get another one? Okay. Yeah. Okay, go. That is um, wind. That is stop moving your shoulders. That is uh, you are you're shuffling. You're scuffing your feet. That is what is that? Swimming. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah. I never would have got that one. Excuse me. Swimming? That is swimming? Picture me doing the breaststroke. Okay. Clo I'm going to close my eyes. I want you to yeah. do that again. Maybe okay. it's because I was looking at your mouth. <laughs> no, look Which at is my... always a mistake, by the way. No, look at the whole body. For anybody who ever made me more. Go again, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> swimming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you play about charades. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Is it Ange or Ang? Ang. All right, Ange, uh, this is what you wrote to us. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I just started talking to this guy right before COVID started, and I'm not really feeling him, but I don't want to hurt him in COVID as he is an essential worker. <laughs> I've also been asked out by my ex and my former coworker in this time, and I don't know if I'm just looking for excitement in COVID. Uh, could I be ruining a good thing because of COVID? Should I let this guy loose? Wow. So Wait. how many guys you got after you now? <laughs> so it's so funny. I I keep saying this. I'm not that hot. But um, <laughs> it's, it's been a lot. It's it was tough, tough it such a short period of time. Yeah, like uh -huh. within two weeks of each other, just like, hey, how are you? And then my coworker, um, I had recently gotten laid off in March, like a week before the complete shutdown. And then he was laid off later that month. But I reached out to him to say, hey, I heard about it. We got to talking and then he asked me out and just a snowball effect from there. Okay, so how many guys do you have after you right now? Three? Three, and there's this guy from church, but he doesn't count because I'm not interested. Okay, so not, not the guy. So th three, four, if we can't count the guy from church. Yes. Okay. <laughs> How many of them have you seen, though? Um, only the coworker because I fractured my foot mm. um, back in April, and I was joking around about how oh I would I would love to be in the LCBO line, but I can't. So he brought over some drinks. Um, it was social distancing still because my porch mm -hmm. is, is quite large. So he was at one end, I was at the other end, and then he made a move. I like a woman with a large porch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. You said he made a move, as in moved closer to you and then into the house? Yes. Yes. Uh, so okay, I will. I will say this with the with the other guys, the guys that you know. I think that a lot of that has to do with it's very difficult to hook up with people right now because there are okay. a lot of there are a lot of responsible people and people you don't want to break the rules and also everything our world just got thrown upside down and so I think that what a lot of this is are the men in your life are wanting something familiar, something that feels a little bit like home, something yeah. that something that is a little nostalgic and it brings them back to a better time. And so your phone starts ringing because maybe it's easier to convince an ex uh, to come by 
and break the rules. You thought it was so desirable. Well, you listen, big porch or no big porch, you know, <laughs> you, uh, you got to kind of take this for what it is. And, and that, and that is people are lonely and people want familiar yeah. and they want, they want things to go back to the way that they were. But and I think Ange is doing the I, exact same thing though. You well, are. Yeah. Yeah. So I, geez, I think that you're looking at this doctor. First of all, if you're not into him, just let the guy go. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're not, not going to suddenly get more into him. Yeah. You know, let the you got to let you got to let him go and then just deal with all your other men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the, but the question the question comes this, do you want to sit there and have guys over to the house for a drink, you know, outside on the deck uh, and not do anything? Is that fulfilling some sort of need or is that just even more frustrating for you or what are you looking to get out of this? Mm. <laughs> supposed to be my hot girl summer right <laughs> and that didn't happen um i'm actually i was supposed to be in italy this entire month and obviously that didn't happen Oof. either so it's just been like a roller coaster thing and i think you are right i think maybe i'm just entertaining it because i'm bored yeah yeah you got yeah. that that broke foot summer coming up yeah <laughs> we're so uh, three more weeks and i'll be out of my cast. <laughs> doesn't sound though Angie. it doesn't sound like you're looking right now for a relationship you're just looking to have fun yeah I think that's true. Yeah. And these guys, two out of the three guys are looking to have fun. It seems like your essential worker boyfriend, non-boyfriend, is looking at this as a uh, potentially full relationship. You know what I think it is? I think that, like I said, we started talking just right before COVID started. Mm -hmm. So um, his social circle immediately got canceled out. He is a doctor. And so he, he ended up sharing a lot with me about how frustrating it was and how, you know, he can see a lot of his coworkers being burnt out and those struggles. And I was always ready to listen to that. But I also think it got too real for him too quickly Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a social circle anymore. Hey, are you the thing that he's waiting for? when all this is over are you guys like talking like oh my god when this is all over and we can finally get together it's going to be just like fireworks and magic and craziness he is he is but you're not you don't entertain that you don't let him say that stuff without shutting it down because you, you say i'm not interested i say you know what let's just play it by whatever happens like let's just get through the next couple of months because it's, it's honestly how i feel <laughs> i've been my whole life a planner and yeah. literally my life went to hell in march yeah you seem like a good planner but you're terrible at actually making a decision <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you got to cut the doctor out of your life. Like that's first and foremost. Yeah, I will. Right? I, I don't know. She's. Yeah, it's so. It's so tough because it, you don't even have any options. Like even if you wanted to go for one of the guys, even if the you know the guy from church suddenly you know got in the running. No. You know, what are you What are you gonna do? You can't really see anybody. I, he's the type of person that would drive in front of my house yeah. every day oh. just to wave, and oh. I'm like not sweet, about though. that life. Oh, I kind of nice. like that. Yeah, I, go I, for that guy. I'm rooting for church guy. <laughs> go for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and the rest of my family. Yeah. Oh, see. see? What do you need us for? <laughs> they know. There you go, Ange. Hope we gave you uh, a little bit of clarity with this situation, though. You did. I think it's. I think you're absolutely right. I think I'm entertaining it because I'm also bored. Yes. My options are limited. And if I don't want it, I don't want it. And I have to be honest about that. Oh, and one final thing, Ange, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? You know, as much as I love Roz for being a smooth, cool dude, <sighs> um, I am originally from Kitchener. I am Guyanese, so my favorite is Mocha. (laughs) You don't have to diss me while you say that, man. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see that um, clip of Trump yesterday talking about 
wearing a mask? Well, he did two things. He talked about getting tested for COVID, which we'll play in a second, which is just so incredible. Yeah. Did you send the other clip through, the mask clip through? Um, and so Trump went to the Ford plant yesterday. Oh, yeah. And that's a mask-only policy, right? Yeah. But, like, he, he looks at the mask as a sign of weakness, and he doesn't want to be seen wearing a mask. <gasps> Meanwhile, he's telling the country... Everyone actually is telling the world wear a mask. Yeah, he's not though. But uh, but listen listen to this clip when they said asked him when a reporter asked if he wore a mask. Well, I did wear. I had one on before. I wore one in this back area, but I didn't want to give the press the pleasure of seeing it. But no, where I had it in the back area, I did put a uh, mask on. I didn't want to give the press the pleasure of seeing me in a mask. Meaning, like I've I've caved at this point. Yeah, it's super weird. Because one picture of me in a mask, then y'all are going to start making fun of me. No, because it just it just means that everybody else is right and he's wrong. Like it's so it's as if like wearing a mask now is some sort of weird sign of weakness. But the best part is, so he's been taking the hydroxy, whatever the hell that drug is. Oh yeah, the malaria the, drug, the right? Malaria drug, yeah. And yeah. so he, listen to him try and explain something as simple as taking a COVID test and the test results are negative. I had a two-week regimen of uh, hydroxychloroquine, and I'm still here. And I tested very positively in a in another sense. So negative. this morning, yeah, I tested positively toward negative, right? So no, I tested uh, perfectly this morning, meaning meaning I tested negative. That's the way I'm taking positively toward the negative. Okay. I tested, I positively tested negative. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Come on, man. Is that not the most difficult way to say it? I, I tested negative? Yeah, just say, he doesn't like but to this accept is what like, defeat. It's not just, defeat, but like say anything negative. It's what happens. Including the word yeah. negative. When somebody is, like, is in the middle of a lie and they just keep throwing words out. Right, or they don't know how to wow. get themselves out of a, a very simple question. They I gotta just, hear this again. They try and spin it in some weird way. I had a two-week regimen of uh, hydroxychloroquine, and I'm still here. And I tested very positively in a in another sense. So this morning, yeah, I tested positively toward negative. Right. So <laughs> no, I tested uh, perfectly this morning. <laughs> meaning, meaning, I tested negative. <laughs> But the best part is that his attitude, like his, when you listen to the way he talks, he clarifies at the end, not because he screwed up. He clarifies at the end and his tone is like, and just in case you idiots don't understand what I'm talking about, yeah. I mean negative. Yeah. You right? Like he, like, it's on them. Right? Positively toward the negative. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, my God, what a weekend. And I was all going down to Trinity Bellwoods on the weekend, huh? Everybody getting in trouble. Yeah. Everybody getting in trouble. 10,000 people showed up, all just doing stupid stuff. Well, what's the answer, really? Well, you know, every, everybody's, everybody, this is what happens, is that everybody goes to a place like Trinity Bellwoods Park, and they're all sitting there with their friends, and then they just look around, and they go, oh, my God, I can't believe how many people are yeah, here. Yeah, you start talking trash about everybody else. Everybody else, but you're all doing the exact same thing. Yeah, you idiots. Yeah, like that's the problem. Sipping on your white cloth. Right. And then, of course, John Tory went down, the mayor, and he started talking to people, and he had a mask on, but he was like one of these guys wearing the mask around his chin. 
And then he had to apologize. So this is what John Tory said. I want to apologize. Also, he wasn't even like staying far away from people. No. He was like, no, right he, was like he was like doing selfies. Part of the squad. Yes. He goes, I want to apologize for my personal behavior yesterday. I visited Trinity Bellwoods Park to try to determine why things were the way they were. I don't know. I had to go undercover. Maybe it's because <laughs> the sun was out and it was blazing yeah. hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in order to beak, in order to... Uh, Catch a Bellwoods douche. I must become a Bellwoods douche. <laughs> <laughs> it was undercover work. I get it. I get it, Mayor. I get it. Okay. I've Not seen fully that movie undercover. before. Not mother's exposed. Says I uh, fully intended the properly physical distance, but it was very difficult to do. I wore a mask to the park, but I failed to use it properly. Another thing I'm disappointed about. Uh, there. These ma- these were mistakes that I made, and as a leader of this city, I know that I must set a better example going forward. Yes, you should. Didn't he have people with him, though? The mayor? Like, I he didn't just show up sure. solo. Yeah, I know. Like, somebody, one of his people no, should have been like... But the whole thing with masks is so... It's so new to everybody, too. Like, I know. You, it would be minutes before you'd realize, oh, my God, he took his mask off, yeah. right? Just say you're on the... In order to catch a Bellwoods douche, I must become a Bellwoods douche. <laughs> Somebody hand me my white cloth. <laughs> yeah, it's undercover work, man. I get it. Uh, one of the people who lives around Trinity Bellwoods, uh, this woman went viral over the weekend, uh, Angela Gabbett, lives right across the street from Trinity Bellwoods, and she was going on about how everybody was peeing on the side of her house. Yeah, it was really, really bad because the city decided to open up all of the parks and not open up all of the bathrooms. So uh, yesterday reports say, I don't know if this is correct or not, that 10,000 people were in the park. 10,000 people, no bathrooms. You do the math. So all of us live on the street. And then what happened? Everyone was coming to pee on the side. Imagine people urinating on the side of your house on the walls. My 10-year-old saw three uh, uh, ladies and two men urinating on the wall mm-hmm. right here. I caught a girl coming to the side and I caught her with her putting her pants down and I told her she should be ashamed of herself. How is it possible that people think that it's okay? This isn't Woodstock, you know? And, and people <laughs> think it's okay to not follow the safety measures, no. blatant disregards towards our health workers and, and blatant disregards towards the people that live in this community. Uh, again, urinating. There you go. And it just wasn't uh, wasn't just pee either. No, that's awful. I know, terrible human beings. Every uh, single one of you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When was this? When did McDonald's release the clean it video, Maury? The what when was that? Like a long time ago? Okay, so I love corporate training videos. <laughs> you and I have done corporate training videos. We've been yeah. asked to, from this company, from Rogers, to like, hey, will you guys say hi to new employees and stuff in a video? And it's always wild, right? Because corporate training videos, when you like, you go to, you get a new job, you're going to sit there and you want to watch a video. And it's just like, come on, man. Do you know <laughs> that in the building, yeah. in their corporate training offices <laughs> yeah. for new employees, right? There are cardboard cutouts of you and I. <laughs> no, there's not. Is yeah. there really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like a welcome to the company. Take your picture with a cardboard Razamoka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's the height of success. You know, they often ask you, how do you know you made it? That's when you know. <laughs> <laughs> cardboard cutout. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, from back in the day, McDonald's, where new employees were... Uh, were hired you had to sit and watch this video about keeping like the workspace clean
<laughs> now, did they think that the employees, as they were cleaning, oh, yes. that they were going to be singing this song? Oh, they're so jazzed at this point. <laughs> right? Give me the mop! It almost sounds like too good like of a produced piece of yeah, I know. Promotional video. Yeah, and then they look at you and go, yeah, you're starting in the bathroom. <laughs> Just clean it. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Season 15 of America's Got Talent is back on City TV at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, Terry Crews is on hold. We'll get to Terry in just a couple of seconds. But, man, they are cranking out the clips. Did you see this clip of Archie Williams? Broke my heart. From uh, from America's Got Talent. So this is what they're leading with, and it's just incredible. So listen to this. This is the intro for the show. My name is Archie Williams. Then where are you from, Archie? I'm from Louisiana. I was just incarcerated for 37 years for somebody else's crime. Ooh. DNA freed me. Uh, so crazy. And then he sings. On the morning of December the 9th of 1982, a 30-year-old white woman was raped and stabbed in her home. I was arrested on January the 4th. I couldn't believe it was really happening. I knew I was innocent. I didn't commit a crime. But being a poor black kid, I didn't have the economic ability to fight the state of Louisiana. At the trial, none of the fingerprints at the scene matched mine. Three people testified that I was at home, but they wanted somebody to pay. I was sentenced to life in 80 years without the possibility of parole or probation. I was sent to Angola State Penitentiary it was classified as the bloodiest prison in the United States. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. And this he, is what they're yeah. using to promote yeah. tonight's show. Yeah, this guy was in, he did 37 years and he <sighs> got out and he went to a America's Got Talent. Like, can you, and he sang too, right? No more of your darkness. Bro, I'm going to cry. Come on. Don't look at me. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a beautiful voice, though. Seen yeah. the black and white anyway i can't wait to talk to terry cruz uh this is uh this is what they're leading with I'm and agt on tonight <laughs> it's gonna make everybody cry i know america's got talent oh my god uh, tonight's city at uh, at uh, eight o'clock terry cruz it's ronza what's going on man hey what's up how you doing what's going on we all we're all sitting here in tears man we just went through the archie williams audition oh uh. Isn't that amazing, bro? Isn't that just amazing? When you're there, because when it's so designed with the music and the video and the everything else, but none of that happens when you first meet a guy like Archie on a show like America's Got Talent. So what was it like for you in that moment? Well, first, you know, we have, uh, I'm responsible for all the pre-interviews. So I, a lot of what I do doesn't even make it on air. I sit and talk to all these acts really in depth. And dude, I was in tears in that interview. I mean, yeah. just the 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 injustice that this man has gone through in his life, 37 years, wrongly convicted, and getting the opportunity, and watching America while he was in prison. Oh my God. No, like when it comes to somebody like Archie, where he has this incredible story, and he's affected you, Terry Crews, so much, uh, do you keep in contact with with? People like him, do you form friendships with any of the, the contestants? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I mean, you know, it's funny because, you know, he's, just, he's learning how to do his life again. I mean, yeah. he, 
He literally didn't have a cell phone. I mean, he's trying to operate a cell phone. He's learning about social media and the whole thing. And I hit him up, you know, via Instagram. And he got his first Instagram account. And he's just going, <laughs> what in the world? You know what I mean? And I just, I love this man with my whole heart. And um, 21 million views just of the preview. I mean, wow. just on YouTube. That was That's crazy. Incredible. How far did you guys get in? Because I remember the last day that you guys were able to shoot, which is how we showed up in the hazmat suit. Uh, the, right. Heidi was sent home because she may or may not have at the time had COVID-19 yep. and nobody knew. So how far did you guys get? And how much of this show is going to be sort of auditions from, well, self-isolating? No, we, we got a lot done. I mean, to be honest, we were only probably three days uh, we missed. I mean, because we, oh, wow. you know, we were ready to go and the whole thing. But but we were one of the last shows to keep going. But we we did a ton of stuff. Oh, but good. we had okay. it, no audience. And by the time we got down, it was only three, we were down to three judges, which is crazy. You know what Howie's like? Do you ever think you're ever going to get Howie back into an auditorium with that many people? First of all, Howie is the smartest man in the universe right now. You know, what I mean, he's like he called this. <laughs> Years ago, everybody's like, Howie, you are like the prophet. (laughs) There's John the Baptist and there's Howie Mandel. You know what I mean? It's like, what in the world? You called it. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, he's serious, man. And, you know, I have to say, uh, just being with Howie is one of the reasons why the set was safe. Because he really, really understood how these things travel and how this thing goes. And he's like, no, we got to be over here. And you know what? Yeah, I'm done with the fist bumps. I, I, I'm done with that, and I'm going to stand over here. And it was like watching Howie do his thing. You started to understand what social distancing was all about and how to stay healthy and something like this. Terry Crews is on the Raza Mocha show. Um, and how are you doing, man? Like, how's your family and everything? Everyone keeping safe? You know, it's wild because I have to say a very weird and and uh, challenging 2020. My wife was diagnosed with the breast cancer a month before the whole uh, shutdown, and she was amazingly proactive and got in and had a, a double mastectomy wow. two weeks before stay-at-home orders. I, right when I was shooting AGT, she went into surgery, and it was, it was crazy, man. It was a lot going on. I, I don't even know. It was. It's just surreal. It's one of those things where you like, did I go through that or did I exist through this thing? You know, you kind of like, it's a blur, but she made it out. She's 100% cancer free. But the big deal too is she was immunocompromised. So, you know, we had to be extra careful that she didn't get sick or didn't have any, you know, any contact with Corona during this time. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty incredible, man. Uh, America's Got Talent is back on City TV, 8 o'clock tonight. Terry Crews, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Raza Mocha Show. Oh, my pleasure. You're my pleasure. You know, and uh, isn't it like Dream Daddy? Ron, oh, is that, is that what doesn't matter with oh, yeah. you. Terry Crews also uh, Dream Daddy Ross. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I, I know I heard that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dream oh, Daddy Ross. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terry Crews, you are the absolute best. Thank you so much. You be uh, safe. Uh, you got it, my man. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Can I press that button that does that thing? Oh, yes, you can. Uh, 30 seconds or less. Very uh, simple game. Hello, Mocha. 
Hello, Roz. Contestant number one. Hello, Maury. Bonjour. Contestant number two. Uh, you guys will be going head-to-head today, and we get a lot of requests for things that you guys would attempt to accomplish in 30 seconds or less. By the way, if you have a suggestion, 925 please text us. Uh, I got a lot of Dr. Seuss requests. Oh, no. Can you read an entire Dr. Seuss uh, book or poem or whatever in 30 seconds or less? The problem is it, it's just impossible because some of these, even if you just read them normally, they're like four minutes long. Yeah, pages so, on pages on yeah, pages. pages on pages. So, so even what? If, even if you attempt to do it. So you're changing the name of the show to four minutes or less? Um, so, Maury, I'm going to hand you something right now, which mm-hmm. is uh, a copy of Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, no. So if you could just... Start from the top, Maury, and just give people a little refresher on green eggs and ham. I am Sam. I am Sam. Sam I am. That Sam I am. That Sam I am. I do not like that Sam I am. Do would you like green eggs and ham? Yeah. I do green not like... Green eggs and ham. <laughs> I love that. So book. we get this. Maury, are you familiar with Dr. Seuss? Oh, please. Okay. So <laughs> here's the interesting thing about green eggs and ham. Okay. There are 50 words in green eggs and ham. Okay. The whole book is written with using 50 words. Uh, So, Maury, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to hand you a piece of paper face down. These are all 50 words inside green eggs and ham. Leave it face down. Mocha, I'm going to hand you the same piece of paper. Okay. When you start the clock, we'll do this uh, one at a time. Who would like to go first? Uh, I guess Maury should go first. No, I went first last time. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Wow, you look so hurt right now. (laughs) Also, your hair is beautifully feathered, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. I put zero effort into this. You look like the fall guy. Okay, there's about four people who got that reference. Uh, So, Mocha, if you would like to, uh, I'll count you down, start the clock, and flip the sheet over, and please attempt to read all 50 words from Green Eggs and Ham in 30 seconds or less. Uh, I am an anywhere RB boat box car could dark do eat eggs a fox goat good green ham here house I if in let me may me mouse not on or rain Sam say see so thank the that the them there they tree tree try will with would you ah, oh, oh you did, I did it. it oh you did, did it you did, did it you did, did it you did it you did it 24 seconds 24 seconds Four seconds. Uh, Maury. Yes, sir. And go. I am an anywhere and be box box. Pause, pause. You screwed up. (laughs) You failed. Thanks for playing, everybody. (laughs) Okay, Maury, the trick is this. Okay, you actually have to read all 50 words. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Maury, in 30 seconds or less, and go. I am and anywhere are be box box car could dark do eat eggs fox goat good green ham here house I if in let like may me mouse not nor or rain Sam say see so thank that the them there they then train tree try will will with would you now, now gonna, I would say here's a, yeah here's the you didn't do it because I should have stopped you at word three because that's where you went wrong but we let, <laughs> but we let you continue <laughs> and allow you to get 47 of them even more wrong okay okay Okay, so Maury, would you like to try again? Yes. Okay. Look at him. He's got the sheet up, like, holding it so close to his face, like, following along with a, with a finger. It's like how I'm teaching my kid to read right <laughs> yeah, now. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, Maury. Three, two, one. I am and anywhere are, be, boat, box, car, could, dark, do, eat, okay, eggs, no. box, goat. 
No. What? You failed already. Yeah, you failed no, already. I'm literally playing it back. I read every okay, word. Okay, 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 okay. We're going to start over. Okay. Okay. Ready? In yeah. three, two, one. I. Oh, I know where I'm screwing up. <laughs> where? <laughs> yeah, where? On the first word. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> More was sitting there getting mad, I know, too, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. You want to try one more time? Yeah, now that I know why. Okay, ready? Okay, yeah, In yeah, three, yeah, no. two, one. I, nope. See? <laughs> and that's how you play 30 seconds or less. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to let people oh. know, to let people know what, where, you're, where you went so wrong, Maury, is every single time you start with I am and, but the word is a am and. There's yeah. no I at the beginning of this. Okay, here we go. Okay, last chance <sighs> okay. for 30 Three, seconds two, or less. This yeah. is, by the way, can you read all 50 words from Green Eggs and Ham in 30 seconds or less? Okay. I, I, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you play 30 seconds or less. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A lot of people still have a lot of questions about COVID-19, especially parents, which is why we love having Dr. Dina Kulik on uh, on the Ron Zamoga Show. She's a Toronto pediatrician, kids health expert, and the founder and director of Kid Crew. Dr. Dina, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Welcome back. Thank you so much. How are you? Doing great. There's so much to uh, talk about. Uh, one, you obviously saw what happened in the city over the weekend with Trinity Bellwoods and everything else. What do we do when, with, with kids in that situation like as a as a parent is there a safe way to sort of allow your kid to enjoy themselves even if you're social distancing if you are in an area where others are not i really feel strongly that people should continue to maintain that two meters of distance you could be outside i mean it's lovely outside i get it we all want to be out we've been so stuck at home for three months and we can be outdoors you can go run in a field and you know, go for a hike or whatnot, but you really should be maintaining that two meters of distance yourself as a role model for your kids and for your children. If they see a ton of people all together and you're saying to them, no, stay apart, stay separate, they're going to be totally confused. They're not going to understand why can they, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So if you're seeing a bunch of people all together, my recommendation is to go elsewhere so that you don't have to really explain why me, not that. Uh, one of the things that has been popping up Every couple of days lately, um, especially with the pictures that you see online, it's pretty scary, but COVID toes. Can you like give us a, a breakdown of what exactly that is? How are people getting it and how a person can be cured from it? So COVID toes is maybe a misnomer. We're not really sure. It has the word COVID in it. So people assume it's necessarily from COVID infection, but we're not really sure that that's true. What we know is that we've seen more kids, even around the world and some adults as well, that have developed this rash on the feet, but it could be the hands or anywhere else, that's blue or purple, bruise-looking, almost like frostbite. Some people describe them being itchy or painful. Other people say they didn't really even notice it, even though it might have been there for even a few weeks. And some people report symptoms of COVID and other people don't. And when we test these people, some people test positive for COVID, some people have antibodies, some people have neither. So is this really even COVID? You know, what does this even represent? I think the testing is not accurate, especially in children. I've taken care of quite a few kids whose parents had confirmed COVID, they had COVID symptoms, or they had you know COVID toes, et cetera, and yet they swab negative. So the test is not perfectly accurate for sure. I think even less accurate in children. So I think the testing you have to take a bit with a grain of salt. 
but maybe this is a later sign of illness with COVID. Most people, though, are totally well. They just have the rash. The rash goes away by itself. If it's itchy or painful, we use topical steroids on it, like hydrocortisone, mm-hmm. and otherwise nothing, and it fades by itself. Uh, now, Kawasaki disease, uh, so many people have sent me articles on this when it comes to kids. What is it, and is it COVID? Is it not COVID? Another one of these things where we're not really sure if it's COVID. What Kawasaki disease is, is traditionally five days of fever, persistent fever, rashes, hand and feet changes like rashes or swelling, Mouth changes like cracked lips or very dry mouth, very red tongue, pink eye, and having a big lymph node or big kind of bump on the neck. Mm -hmm. And this constellation of symptoms we traditionally think is related to certain viruses, but we've never figured out exactly what it is that triggers it. Now, the risk for Kawasaki, other than the fact that the child can be kind of miserable, is that there is a potential to develop aneurysms in the coronary arteries. So having little outpouchings in the arteries that feed the heart blood. And so that's the risk factors. We look at these children to make sure they don't develop it. And we give them medicine to make sure they don't develop it. Now, we have seen a rise of cases of Kawasaki around the world. And again, during this COVID time, we're assuming it's related to Kawasaki. This Kawasaki, rather, is related to COVID. But again, not everyone is testing positive for it. Not everyone has antibodies to it. So it's hard to say whether it's really a cause and effect thing. But more than that, we're seeing more of this inflammatory condition that people are calling multi-system inflammation. And that is similar symptoms to Kawasaki disease with a lot more belly pain and vomiting. So what do you do? Because these are not the symptoms that we've come to know to recognize COVID. So what do you do if you have a kid that develops a rash and sort of these other symptoms for something else that to us, what we read in the news, these are not the symptoms of COVID. Do you bring the kid to the emergency room? Do you call your family doctor? What do you do? I think as always, if your child's unwell, you can't get them to drink. They're having difficulty feeding, they're having difficulty breathing, they're losing consciousness, these kind of things, as always, you should go to your emergency room. But what if it's just the rash and chap lips? You know what I mean? To, to a parent, yeah. that is not emergency room worthy. That's a, li- that's a little 100%. bit of cream and you wait and see. Totally, yeah. So I think that's the time where you want to touch base with your doctor. If your doctor's not available, there's lots of other people that have access to virtual care, like at Kid Crew where I work. Gotcha. There's many different access points for that. And you can discuss with the physician you speak to, you know, what do I do now? Do I do anything? Do I go for testing? Should I go to the emergency room? That's a touch point. But if your child's really sick, please do go to the emergency room. Dr. Dina Kulik, Toronto pediatrician and kids health expert is on the Razamoga show. Uh, Just one final question. Um, What are you hearing about September and the potential of kids going back to school and or daycare? Like, what's that going to look like? I think it really depends what we see over the next couple of weeks and months. As we're now seeing lots of people are congregating again, what is going to happen with the rates here? You know, in two weeks, you know, two weeks is the incubation period, we think. After all these people are now all together, really around the world, many people are not social distancing anymore. What is that going to look like? Are the rates going to rise dramatically? Or perhaps they won't. Are the mortality rates going to rise a lot? Maybe they won't. If we see them rising dramatically, we might actually be going back into quarantine for a few months. So it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really dependent on what we see coming forward. I do really think people need to keep their distance, though. The rates haven't gone down. In fact, even before this weekend, they were already going up again. And that could lead to, you know, a lot more devastation. And we don't want to be setting ourselves back again, doing this all over again in the middle of summer. Um, one of the things I've talked to now, five different people 
and they had the same question, which is now that enough time has gone and you hear the sort of the stories from people who have had COVID where some have been just brutalized by it and others not so much. I'm hearing a lot from people that they think that they actually may have had it and oh, wow. didn't know they had it. So what does somebody do in a situation like that? Can you get tested and should you get tested? Where do you get tested to find out if maybe you've already had COVID? So there's two types of tests for COVID. One is a swab when you have active illness yep. and that they put in your nose and they're seeing is there a virus there. If you had COVID before, you likely don't have that much virus in your nose anymore. So then we're thinking about the other kind of test, which is antibody testing, which is blood testing. And we're ideally finding, do you have antibodies? Did your body get exposed to it before? Did you mount your immune response? And now do you have antibodies? So that's something that a lot of researchers are working on. And those tests exist, but they're also probably not that accurate. So hopefully there'll be widespread testing available at some point, both the nasal swab when you have active illness and the antibody testing. But again, we really have to make sure it's accurate first because otherwise it may give you a false sense of security if you swab negative, for example, uh, the nasal swab. Okay, now you can go back to school and daycare or work, but maybe you have it and the test didn't accurately pick that up for you. Uh, Dr. Dina Kulik, thank you very much. A Toronto pediatrician, kids health expert, also the founder and director of Kid Crew. Always a pleasure chatting with you on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you, guys. Stay healthy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Because uh, America's Got Talent came back this week, everybody is, Howie Mandel's back in the conversation because mm. he's the, probably the, the world's best-known germaphobe, right? And the last day, and it was sort of a goof because the last day when they shut down America's Got Talent before they, everybody was started self-isolating, that's when Howie Mandel showed up to America's Got Talent in like a full hazmat suit. And I think that there was a part of it that was a little bit tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. Right. Where now, I mean, you look at it and you look at it. For the most part. Everybody should be wearing them. Because he is such a big germaphobe. Yeah, yeah. It was Um, his way to protect himself from everybody. So this is uh, Howie Mandel last night talking to Jimmy Kimmel. This is the nightmare that's been going on inside my head for the last 64 years. So now, welcome to my nightmare, Jimmy. This is what it's like to be Howie Mandel. We are all Howie Mandel now. That's It's interesting. And it's no fun. (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine though? Like every single germaphobe out there, right? Yeah. Looking at the world or looking at people in their lives being like, see? Yeah, yeah. This is how it feels. I saw, or see, I told you so. I saw two people flirting yesterday that what didn't know each other. That Where? didn't know each other. I had to go I had to go and pick something up at the drugstore. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw there was just like two people kind of hanging out in front of like, I don't know whether they were waiting for the streetcar, whether they were whatever, but uh-huh. I had to park and then I had to get in line. And I just, they were clearly just like, it was a getting to know you kind of thing. Yeah. But they were being so discreet about it. <laughs> How? Because they don't think they wanted to get called out for breaking any boundary laws or breaking any whatever. Yeah. Right? In case like a bylaw officer walked by and said, let me see your ID. Y'all live in the same house? Yes, exactly. Right? (laughs) So like they were being really, they were being, no, it was not me and you, Maury. Uh, No, they were being really discreet about it. So I'm wondering, like, I don't know. I wonder what flirting is like in, in, do people just not even care, do you think? Like, I know the jabronis down at uh, Trinity Bellwoods don't care. Oh, none of them care. But I'm wondering, any else like if you like can you flirt now i don't even know if you can flirt now like is that a mask in your pocket you just have to see me yeah like i don't know like because how do you when everybody's wearing like sunglasses and masks and gloves gloves like you can't even see 
somebody smile. Yeah, like not it's at really all. wild. You have to right just be now. more creative with your flirting now. Like how? Like you make a heart with your hand. You're just gonna walk up to a stranger and do that? <laughs> like, you got to be creative. like a universal sign for I like you. But making the <laughs> heart with your I would be yeah. single forever because I'll tell you, I've never. I've been asked to do that thing with the, the heart with the hands. Yeah, it was so many pictures over the years. And you I'm don't like, know how to do it. I'm like, no, I won't. I refuse to do it. Why? I don't. I think it's foolish. What? I don't know. I don't like it. Why do you hate hard hands? So <laughs> I don't. Much. I don't. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know like, why. You don't, don't like this. No, I don't. Why? No, I don't know. But I've never done it. Can you What's do it? wrong with it? Do no, it right now. Nothing's wrong with it. I just don't like it. Try like, it right it's now. It's so nice. No, it's such I don't a cute like it. Little... No, don't like it. Well, like, look. Why no. are you so against love? I'm not against. I'm more, please. Why against am I love. against love? <laughs> <laughs> why are you against love? love? Sorry. Why are you against loving your husband? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Spotify has a series called the uh, Spotify Singles series where they take songs, they ask artists to take a song. No, they take artists to take a song and uh, do a cover of it and do whatever you want. Okay. You can rearrange it. Sing it how you want. You can change the tempo. You can do whatever. And do they want like amateurs to do this or do they no, want pros to do this? No, these are pros. Okay. So in the past, they've had like our girl, Alessia Cara, do her version of Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird. Was Hosier do Destiny's Child say my name? Say my name, say my name. Like a slow, stripped down version of the song. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Say my name, say my name. You can kind of say. You calling me, baby. And this one, out of all of them, I think is probably the most opposite of the original. Because if you remember, original Destiny's Child. Right? Spotify also asked Sean Mendes to do one, and he covered You Somebody by Kings of Leon. So they've added to their catalog now because during isolation, Spotify is still trying to give content to their subscribers. And they've asked Jesse Reyes from Toronto. What's she do? Listen to this. She took headlines by Drake and did her own version. I might be too strong out of compliments. Overdose on confidence. I didn't meant to give a f***. And stop fearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Faded way too long. I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And they say that I'm black. I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this s***. Still believing that. I hear someone tell me I fell off. Oh, I need it. Such a good voice, man. I didn't want to see me pick back up. Boy, where'd I leave it at? I know I Drizzy gon' play it on my brothers I ain't even gotta say it That's just something they know 
Chelsea Ray is covering Drake headlines, by the way. So if you're a Spotify user and you look up there... Where do you find uh, that? Where do you find it on Spotify? Just Spotify singles. Yeah? Yeah, they have a series. There's a banner on there. And you can go check out all these... All these covers, but that's a new one. It's from Jesse Reyes doing Drake headlines. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Calgary Mayor uh, Nahid Nenshi had a very stern warning for Calgarians that sort of stung a little bit if you live here. I just want to say to Calgarians um, a sentence that Calgarians uh, don't need any reminding of. Don't be like Toronto. (laughs) Uh, We have a beautiful city that is full of green spaces. And there are great opportunities to get together in your own neighborhood. Burn. (laughs) Obviously, that is in reference to what went down last Saturday at Trinity Bellwoods when uh, 10,000 Trinity douchebags showed up and just threw all the rules out the window. And Ah, now what's happening? Now what's happening is, yeah. On the grass in Trinity Bellwoods. I think and they've if, already started. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. And if you show up to Trinity Bellwoods and you see a circle, you're allowed to sit in it. Uh-huh. It's like some kids' game. It's like duck, duck, goose, right? <laughs> so if you show up to Trinity Bellwoods and you see a circle, I'm guessing you're allowed to sit in it. And if you show up to Trinity Bellwoods and all the circles are occupied, you got to skedaddle, man. Yeah. That's the rules. This is uh, John Tory oh, saying, don't be like Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Park staff will be in Trinity Bellwoods Park tomorrow uh, painting uh, circles on the grass of that park, which will both help to illustrate proper physical distancing and help with the measurements, but also help to ensure a compliance uh, in a place where we simply have to do better. Ah, them circles. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, my name's Carolyn. How are you, Carolyn? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm so happy I got through to you guys. Today's my 21st birthday, and I've been listening to you guys for like seven years. <laughs> happy birthday, girl. Thank you. Seven years, so you were uh, just like a little teenager, huh? Yeah. And what's life like now for you? What do you do? I'm running a business and moving business with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just pretty much it. I got stepkids just living the life. Nice. That's good. So Wait, what, what yeah. business? A moving business. Oh, moving business. Yes. So how has uh, all this COVID stuff impacted your business? Like, how long have you guys been around? What have you been doing during all of this? He's had the moving business for about 10 years now. Wow. Um, so he has a clientele for us to keep doing moves now. Uh, but it is obviously a little dry because of the COVID situation. People don't really want movers in their house right now, right? What's, it, what's so. the age difference between you and your boyfriend? It's almost 10 years. Yeah, I oh, figured. Okay. And how long have you been with him? I've been with him for a year, but I've known him for about six. Oh. Oh, boy. So how did you guys meet? Because you would have been 15 when you guys first like met each other. Yes. He was with someone else, and so was I. So we were just friends at the time. Oh, I worked I- at a restaurant, and his girlfriend worked at the restaurant. So we just... We became friends like that. Oh, but you were 15, though. Yes, but his girlfriend was only five years older than me. Okay, but you were 15. He was like 25. Yeah. Now, did he, was there, like, at what point did you guys first hook up? Last year. Last year. And how did your yeah. parents feel about this? If I'm happy, they're happy. They've uh, met him. They know he's 
he's a good guy. He's in it for a good reason. So yeah. And why did you decide to hook up after all that time? I don't know. It just happened. We connected so well, and it just. I don't know, it worked. Yeah, and he had what, been married before and has kids? He's never been married, but he no, does have kids. He does have kids. So how old are your stepkids now? Uh, one is 10, one's 4, and one's 12. That's crazy. So you guys are just trying to make this work. So, you know, and it's so funny because I talk about a 10-year age gap and everything else, but it's the same as me and Catherine. No, I know that, but you didn't meet Catherine <laughs> when she was 15 years old. No, I know, but I met right? Ka- I met Catherine when she was like 21. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Like she was, no, maybe even 20. <laughs> I don't even know. No. Before we let you go, um, shout out your uh, your boyfriend and your business. We'll give you some free publicity. It's RW Moving. RW Moving, like Roz Weston Moving. Oh my God, Randy Walsh Moving. Oh, Randy Walsh. <laughs> Randy, <laughs> it's Randy time. Uh, Carolyn, yo, thanks so much for the call. Um, happy birthday! Thanks so much, guys. What prior to COVID, like you must have been looking forward to turning twenty-one because that's yeah. a big, big year for everyone. Uh, Legal everywhere. Right? Like, okay, so what was your initial plans, and what are you gonna end up doing now? Well. Obviously, I wanted to go to the States because I'm legal to drink there now. Yeah. But that's obviously not a thing. So we're just camping in my backyard for now. Oh, perfect. There you go. Lovely. That's fun. Well, thank you for listening, Carolyn. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, Roz. I'm sorry, Mocha. (sighs) Don't be so hurt by it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make it sound like it's so hard to say. (laughs) This pains me to say, but... Everyone says Mocha, but I gotta be honest here. Roz, you're just the realist and like, oh, you're you're just straightforward. I love it. Right on. There you go. (laughs) Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Karamo Brown from Queer Eye uh, is on hold. We're going to get to him in one second. Season five hits Netflix on June 5th. Uh, He just got engaged again to Ian because I guess they were engaged and then their wedding got canceled because of COVID, but then he, Ian lost his ring. I don't know, but on on Karamo's Insta, he got down on one knee again and proposed again. Ian, as you know, I love you very much. And after this quarantine, I realized... How much I love you. And we were supposed to be getting married, but now that's getting canceled because of Corona. And also, you lost your engagement (laughs) ring. So. Damn, call him out like that. I know, right there. I decided to ask you if you'll marry me again. I want you another engagement ring. Only, only Karamo Uh, could say that to somebody. Karamo Brown, it's Ross and Mocha. What's up, man? What's going on? How are you doing this morning? Oh, man, we are doing great. How are you feeling? I'm really good, thank you. So you've been living a life in isolation, huh? First of all, congratulations on getting (laughs) re-engaged. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, How did did Ian lose that first ring? um, I don't know, but it costs a lot of money, so we can figure out, um, you know, (laughs) where it is. It'd be really happy. I think it was during the COVID thing, he was taking it off consistently with gloves and everything else, and so it kind of just slipped away during that time, and he was heartbroken, so made a sweet moment out of it. Okay, that's what I wanted to know from you. As somebody who we look to for advice on how to handle certain situations, uh, if you do something like lose the ring do you tell your partner immediately or is it okay to hold off for a little while hold off because <laughs> um, about 
<laughs> about four months before he lost his, I lost mine in the trash. Oh, no. What is the matter with you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. The two guys who really want to get married, it doesn't sound like you really want to show the rest of the world, you're, huh? You're, you're, lucky you, you're lucky you got that queer eye money. Keep buying all them rings. You know? <laughs> oh, man. So season five, June 5th on Netflix. You got to be excited about this. I'm super excited. First of all, because of quarantine, I miss the guys. And so it's kind of nice to be able to see them and see the fun we've had together. But then also it's like, you know, and this is no no arrogance or ego. We just keep getting stronger with how we're helping people each each season and it just feels good just to know you're like doing a lot of good for people and so I can't wait for it to come out and so what you guys had to Philly for this season right yeah we do what did you find in Philly that maybe you guys didn't see in other cities what made Philly so special um oh my gosh the people are so they're, they're very strong they're very humble I mean um very prideful people and so it's like a lot of them don't ask for help yeah. and so it was a lot of times we'd come in situations that people would be like no nah, I don't need this no nah, I don't need no 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 and then by the end of it they're crying and they're like I needed this I needed this so it was very nice to kind of see that transition when you guys are about to make one of those breakthroughs can you see it coming you know what you know what I'm saying by that like when you guys sort of get close what what feelings do you have when you're that close to making a breakthrough with somebody I I feel it immediately I you know I kind of get chills up my you know up my spine and I kind of know that we're about to get it because I can see the shift in the body movements I can see how their their you know their language starts to change their speech patterns start to change and you just feel good because you're like yes yes keep going keep going it's a little sadistic because you're like hungry for it you're like change change you know like I feel like I'm in um, some weird Game of Thrones or uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings uh, Karama Brown is on the Razamoga show a new season of Queer Eye hits Netflix on June 5th now with either this season in Philly or previous seasons um, do any of you keep in touch or like maintain a relationship with any of the people that you've helped all of them yeah. yeah, almost all of them we keep in touch with, especially for me. Um, I like, you know, I'm, I'm opening them up mentally and emotionally. And so I think it's a little irresponsible just to leave them. So there's follow up consistently just to make sure, hey, you, you're good. How you feeling? And then after a while, they kind of like are in a, a good mode and you kind of fade off. But for the first couple a year, a year and a couple months, I'm checking in saying, hey, what's going on? You all right? We're all sort of starting to we miss a lot because we can't do a lot right now with quarantine and isolation and everything else but are you at the point now where you're sort of looking around at your life and are you now starting to notice things about self-isolating that you will miss when things sort of go back to normal yeah sleeping in like, <laughs> I, I like sleeping in like this is amazing like I, i'm fine with waking up at 11 and being in pajamas for another two hours i don't know why anyone's complaining about that but i'm okay i put on jeans for the first time like a week ago and I was like, jeans are stupid. And, uh, <laughs> dumb. The uh, the podcast. Wanna before we let you go, I want to talk about the podcast. Uh, you're coming back yeah. for another season. You got a huge lineup of guests on it. What do you get from the podcast, or what do you hope an audience gets from the podcast that maybe they don't get from Queer Eye? Um, well, it's a 
a little bit of an extension of Queer Eye. So the whole reason I started the podcast, it was called Karamo the Podcast on um, the platform Luminary. You got to go download the app. But it basically, a lot of people were like, how can we get Karamo advice? So on the podcast, people can call in and speak directly to me. I mean, I always pair it with a celebrity interview. So we've had some amazing people on season um, two, you know, so far from Sophia Bush to um, Russell Brand, uh, so many other people. But people actually get to call in and speak directly to me and get advice on their issues. So it's it's really great because if you want your little mini queer eye makeover, call me up <laughs> on my podcast and yeah. I'll hook you up. Uh, Chrono yeah. Brown, a new season of Queer Eye, uh, season five actually, congratulations on that, is June 5th on Thank Netflix. You. One final thing, uh, I'm sure there have been talks behind the scenes of what the future of Queer Eye will look like. Have those discussions happened? Have you guys like talked about other cities that you had in mind to film in or visit, like anything like that? Yeah, we actually went to Texas um, the week before the um, quarantine started. Um, and so we shot one episode in Texas and hopefully we're going to be able to return um, after, you know, everything calms down and people start getting healthier. So, cause we're excited to get back to Texas. And then um, one of, you know, Anthony is from Canada. And so we are hoping to get to Canada maybe oh. in a future season. So if season five is a success, I, I think we could make our way to Canada. Oh, well, we would love, love, love to have you in our country. Uh, Karama Brown, thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you so much. This was fun. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're going to talk to uh, Ryan and Liz, who are uh, big fans of the Raza Mocha Show. We're okay. We'll talk to them in a second. Uh, this is the note that we got from Ryan. My girlfriend and I will be celebrating our one-year anniversary soon, and we are huge fans of your show. We listen mostly to the podcast due to the fact that we are both working when you guys are on the air. I'm currently on episode 71, and she's way ahead of me. We often <laughs> laugh and discuss what we heard throughout text messages and when we go out together. I'm also horrible at surprises and often get too excited when it comes to gift-giving, and I tend to spill the beans on what I'm getting her. So I was hoping that you guys could help me surprise her with a phone call wishing her and I a happy anniversary. I have a few things planned for the actual day to make it as special as I can with everything going on, and I think this will surely help jumpstart what will already be an amazing weekend. Hope you guys are all staying safe during this quarantine. Love you guys. All right. So tell us about, yeah, your, tell us about your girl, man. Uh, well, we've been together for about a year now. I met her through my sister-in-law. We met around this time last February, and uh, ever since then, we started chit-chatting, and uh, things slowly escalated after that. You guys totally in love? Yeah, we are. <laughs> For anybody listening right now, because you guys are hitting the one year, when did you know you were in love? Uh, well, I think I'm a little bit, well, not to say different, but I knew pretty early on. I think a couple months in, I was already like getting those feelings. And uh, I remember the first time I told her, I was like super nervous just <laughs> yeah. because I wasn't sure at the same time if she felt the same, but everything, everything worked out amazing. Did you say it first? Uh, yeah, I actually did. Yeah. Did, did she say it back to you? Yeah, she did. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, cause, yeah. Bro, I'll tell you, man, when I told Jenna that I loved her yeah. for the very first time, I was nervous because yeah. <laughs> I was the first one that said it. She, she said it back. She did, huh? Yeah, but I was a bumbling mess yeah. when I said it. Like, I was, like, stumbling over my words, everything. Really, yeah? Yeah. And well, then, that's uh, exactly how I was. I don't know if it was like this for you, Ryan, but it was, like, a big relief. Like, I said it, and when she said it back, I was like, oh, my God, thank God. <laughs> thank yeah, God you said it. Bit, for the first little bit before I said it, I could, like, 
there, not like a bad feeling, but there was sort of like a little bit of weight on your chest because you knew you wanted to say it, but you weren't sure if yeah. they were going to say it back to you. Catherine first said it to me. I didn't say it back. For how long? <laughs> a while. Really? Yeah. Like days? <laughs> longer. Weeks? Yeah. Really? Weeks, yeah. Maybe even longer than weeks. Months. To be honest with you. <gasps> yeah. And did she yeah. keep saying it to you? Yep. Really? And you yeah. kept saying? Yep. <laughs> it was it was an I was a, it was a wild time it was a wild time. No, what would you say back to her? I, I just I I kept I did the move where you I, the, I listen. I was in a really rough place when all this was going down, and uh, and I would tell her just hey, don't say that. Come on now, and <laughs> and uh, and she gave it right back to me. It was like, listen, you can do a lot of things you can say a lot of things but the one thing you cannot do is tell me how to feel or what to say and i love you and i'm saying it so deal with it and i was like fine okay I oh get wow it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and when you eventually said it back to yeah. her what did she say to you yeah. i don't remember to be honest yeah. with you yeah i don't i don't really have a whole lot of lot of memory about that i know that we were wildly in love but i don't uh-huh. remember the first time i said i'm sure she would do you think it was in response to her saying i love you and then you said i love you too or did you like say it independently can you remember no that, at least nope. no no mm. no I which know. out of those two scenarios you think is more likely <laughs> shut up let's talk about this guy <laughs> all right hold on brian uh stay on the line don't say anything because i have liz's number i'm gonna call her right now okay okay perfect all right hello hey liz it's ron zamoka what? Hey, Liz, it's no Raza Mocha. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, guys. Hello. What's going on? I'm so good. Yeah? Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Is my boyfriend on the phone? <sighs> no. Oh. Oh, do you want him to be on the phone? Oh, I know. I just thought he would be on the phone. If he's not on the phone, it's okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Why? If he's, not, if he's not on the phone, do you want to, like, be a little bit more flirty with us? No. Oh, oh okay. no, no. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I hear you. You guys are like my big brothers. Oh, we are? <laughs> yeah, I listen to you guys. I listen to you guys all the time. Oh. I don't drive or anything, but yeah. I listen to the podcast. I'm like on episode 90-something now. When did you start listening to the podcast? So I was working with a friend, and I used to drive in to work with her. She would put you guys on in the morning. And then we found out you guys have the podcast. So when I quit my job, I started listening to the podcast, I think, in November. Oh, wow. So recent. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm listening to it, and then I got my boyfriend and my brother on it. So oh, wow. the three of us are all listening now. <laughs> uh, hey, Liz, say hi to Ryan. He's on the phone listening. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we talked a lot about uh, when you guys started saying I love you to each other. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took him like the day he wanted to say I love you. Uh-huh. It's like I was trying to go home and he was like, he was like, just, just give me a second. Okay. Just, just let me see it. Just let me see something. And I was like, 
Like, are you having a panic attack right now? <laughs> <laughs> so nervous. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want to let me go home without saying it. And I think I think we just sat in silence for like an hour. <laughs> he was so nervous. Oh my god. And so and, and so when he when he finally said it, was it as difficult for you to say it back or no? No, I was like, Well, you know I love you too. Like, what do you mean? Aww. Like is that is that all you wanted to say? Like I know you love me. I love you too. Also, can I go home now? (laughs) Yeah. Also, can you take me home? (laughs) You guys are the best. Uh, Ryan and Liz, thank you very much for uh, your dedication to the Roz and Mocha show. Thank you for listening when you can. And more importantly, happy anniversary. Thank you guys so much. And Ryan, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? See, I knew you were going to ask me this. And uh, we actually, we and her had this conversation the other day. And uh, I'm sorry, Mocha, but I'm going to have to go with Roz. Oh. Liz, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I'm a straight shooter like Roz. Roz is my favorite. Oh, snap. <laughs> Two and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Also, also, if my brother was on the phone, he would also say Roz. Okay, well, guess what? He's not. Oh, well, yeah, you don't get to do that. Well, we love you guys so much. Well, I love you, Liz. Uh, thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Thanks so much, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, we got to be sensitive with this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know. She asked us to bleep the name. Well, you bleeped it, so I've said it now, so we might as well just bleep it for the whole thing. Uh, so you wrote us this, Ross and Mocha fixed my life. I'm a grade nine. And I just discovered that most of my elementary school friends uh, that I've known since grade one didn't actually like me and weren't actually friends with me. They thought of me more as a side character than as part of their friend group. And it just really hurts because not only were they fake with me, but they're also fake with each other. And to find out, find that out after eight years, I was friends with them. Uh, it just hurts my feelings. Any advice on how to get over this? So how did you find out? Um, I kind of just like, Look hard, looked harder at the situations and things that they were doing. So they would like make other group chats with like me not in it, mm-hmm. and they would go places without me. Mm-hmm. And they would put things on their Snapchat stories like, "I don't know what I would do without these people," but then I just like wouldn't be there. Um, I'll say, jeez. Oh, so this can either happen for this can happen for a lot of different reasons. Um, one, maybe these people weren't the friends you thought they were. That's the first thing that you maybe should think about. Mm-hmm. And, and two, oftentimes when somebody gets iced out, it's because of um, your sort of gossipy, toxic friends like to be gossipy and toxic with each other. And if somebody in the group doesn't really play along that way, then you get iced out so they can be uh, toxic friends to each other and not have to feel guilty about it or not have to feel bad or accountable for anything they do or say. So it sounds to me like maybe you're the type of person that had some really lousy friends but didn't want to be lousy right along with them and therefore you got froze out. That makes sense. I know exactly the type of people you're talking about. <laughs> or, 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 yeah. just to play devil's advocate here, yeah. or are you the nasty one that's always talking True smack that. about other people and they don't like doing that, which is why they've kind of isolated you out of what they're trying to do. I think it, I think it's more the other one. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, Does it sound like yeah. the nasty one in this relationship? Hey, listen. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
yeah, friends, God, listen, friend, we've said this many times on this show that often you have to realize that maybe friends aren't forever. And it sucks when you realize that you're the one on the outs. It really yeah. does. Um, but you have to just sort of look at the entire situation because you are then in a position to sort of be needy and to seek them out but they just don't deserve it. But you just want to yeah. get you just want to get back in their sort of good favor because you don't want anybody to dislike you, and you don't want you know the fun to sort of continue on without you. So you're going to chase after that and chase after that and chase after that. But what are you actually chasing? You know, are these people actually that good for you? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Do you have well, like a group of friends right now? Like, do you have people that you talk to on the on the regular now who are actually good people who are kind of like in line with? The way, uh, the way you like to act? Uh, yeah, I think I just joined like a smaller friend group. You know what? Honestly, sometimes those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just focus on those relationships that you have with, with those people. Okay. Do All you, right? when, when this other group of people, when, like when these girls go and do stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, is it stuff that you actually want to be doing with them or do you just feel bad that you weren't invited? I, I kind of just feel bad that I wasn't invited. Yeah. So oh, there you okay. Go. You so can, you don't need you those people in your that. life. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can deal with mm -hmm. that. Um, and I would just watch watch out for the the feelings of sort of you know being frozen out and, and isolated from a friend group that you don't actually want to be friends with. And the only reason why you want to get back in is because they they sort of treat you terribly. Yeah. Okay. If they didn't care okay. about you back then, you shouldn't care about them now. Just focus on the the relationships and you know, the good people that you have in your life now. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. 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 This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Eminem has one of those uh, Ashton Kutcher phone numbers that he gave out to fans yesterday. No. So if you see um, celebrities giving out their number where they're like, hey, text me or call me, uh, it's part of a, and we talked about this before, it, it's a social media app or a social media service called Community. Uh -huh. And what it does is it allows stars to send out a number uh, for a more personal experience with fans, but it's been criticized heavily as being like almost like a phishing scam, where as soon as you text this number or call this number, you are signing up for updates and uh, spam and all sorts of other stuff. So Eminem sent out his number yesterday. If you want to text it, it's 313-666-7440. Um, and he said that he'll text you back. Yeah, but right. Yeah, it's not. No. And he did this because it's the, of course, we're talking the anniversary of the Marshall Mathers LP. And uh, and so that's what it's that not is. Him sitting there on his iPhone texting no. everybody back. And I guess some people it is maybe like I know some stars have this, and maybe they do do some of it personally. Like they but jump I, in every now and then. But I think a lot of it is just like it's a mailing list. Yeah. Right, I think that that's what a lot of this is, and I know people got really excited when stars started giving out personal numbers, especially during. And I think it's kind of very misleading to do it during COVID because yeah. I, I think that there's a lot of fans that maybe aren't going through things as well as some of these stars are. And to say, hey, I know it's a difficult time and everything else, but why don't you just text me? I think a couple people have actually given out their actual number. Like I think David Arbor from Stranger Things gave out his actual number. But I no, know that there's a lot really? of stars that are using this community app to give out a number. And I think that it just gives fans like a false sense of 
whatever. I think that it's almost it's almost it's almost too personal. Especially Eminem stands to not be legitimate. Well, that's what he wrote. He wrote, "Dear Stan." Oh, he did not. I meant, did I he meant really? to write you sooner, but I've been busy. <laughs> text me, text me, and I'll hit you back at three one three six 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 seven four four zero. Yeah, yeah. He straight up even just referred to Stan. Come on, M. Don't be doing that. That's not nice. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I want, I want to talk to you about the text that you sent. Okay, who am I speaking to? Roz and Mocha. What's your name? No f-ing way. It's Vanessa. Okay, how you doing, Vanessa? I'm doing pretty good, you? Good, all right. I'm not going to read your question because I want you to ask the question out loud to everybody right now. Uh, okay, I've been dying to know because I've been listening forever, so like for three years. Does Roz say, let's do the news? <laughs> Every morning, or is that pre-recorded? What do you think the answer is, Vanessa? I don't know, because I listen to the podcast, and I can tell on the podcast, he's like, it sounds like he's actually saying it, like, live recording. Mm. But then on air, I'm like, I'm not sure. How many times does Chubby <laughs> have to do the twist? You know what I mean? The answer is enough. Enough okay, times. Enough times, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, every single time on the show when we do the news, at 6.40 a.m., at 7.40 a.m., at 8.40 a.m., I do it live and different every single time. See, it sounds so similar. It's, when I was driving, it always sounded so perfect. And I'm like, how does he do this the same every time? Perfect, you say. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you are perfect because you're my favorite. Thank but. you, my love. <laughs> I do do it. Every, I, I try and do it different every single day. I Like, to me, it's different every time. Do you think he needs to switch it up? No, I think he's perfect, so... <laughs> Like, do you think, like, when we get to that point of the show, Mocha then hits a button, and then that button is my voice saying, hey, Mocha, you ready? And then it's Mocha's voice recorded also saying, yeah, and then I say, let's do the news, like the whole thing is recorded? No, I just think let's do the news is maybe pre-recorded, because I'm like, yeah, it sounds like he's got, like, a lot of energy in the morning. I got yeah. you. I got you. So and I'm you... like, man, there's so much energy. I'm like, does that hurt his throat? Like, it just... <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your concern, Vanessa. <laughs> I, uh... How's your throat, bro? <laughs> <laughs> my, my throat actually is uh, is good, but there have been days where I've been feeling a little under the weather, and uh-huh. maybe I say it a little quieter or where, you know, it's difficult. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's not an easy job. <laughs> hey, Vanessa, <laughs> would you like to... Yeah. Uh, take Roz's job oh my God. And, 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 and introduce the news because you've heard it so many times. You know how it's done. Yes, I do. Oh my God, I cannot. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it as good though. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm, nobody's expecting that, sweetheart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Settle down. laughs> All right, anytime you're ready, Vanessa. You know how this works. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's do the news. Hey! Look at that. Hold on a sec. I, I, you got one more in you, Vanessa. Oh. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lee, judge much? Well, <laughs> the the answer is so yes. my, my family's going to be like, what is she doing? Whatever. You fine. have to actually, like, you got you to gotta put some stuff behind it, okay? Like, it's it's okay. all, I'm going to, okay, Mocha, close your ears for just one second. Okay. Close your ears for just one second. They're closed. Vanessa, it's all throat. That's what she said. Shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not close my ears. Okay. Okay. So, Vanessa, I think you got one more in you, girl. I think you can do this. Okay. 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 Give it. Okay. I'll give it a go. Okay. Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. 
Let's do the news. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa. I love you lots. All right. Love you guys. Thanks so much. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. So everybody is in quarantine in different places and live with Kelly and Ryan has been on every day. But what I don't think fans realized was that Kelly Ripa has been in quarantine in the Caribbean. What? Yeah. Yeah. Does she have a home out there? No, she was, they, they left for vacation. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> the, March the whole, break, maybe. The whole family. Yeah. yeah. And then everything got shut down while they were there. They were there three days and everything got shut down. And then ABC told her to just stay put. And so she's been doing the show. Everybody just thought she was doing the show from home. But she's in the Caribbean with her whole family. <laughs> Not a bad place to be. Not a bad place, right? Wow. I thought she looked a little tan. <laughs> like I did. She looked a little tan before everybody else. Like before it started to get nice, Kelly so, started looking a little tan. ABC's paying for all that though, right? I don't know. I, maybe, I guess. It's, I mean, it was her vacation. Like she chose to go with her family. Yes. And then everything That's got shut down. That's a lot of room down. service, bro. Right? Like, we're, I imagine they're renting some sort of house, though. Yeah, it's got to But be. could you imagine if it was an all-inclusive? <laughs> I would be so fat. Yeah. Oh, my God. I the know. buffets. Yeah, buffets uh, and corona. Oh, my God. And all the free Just, beer. Oh. It's so good. I love an all-inclusive. I really do. Hey, uh, are we... Just because uh, you mentioned buffets, right? Yes, sir. We're pretty much done with them now, right? You I think, think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, which is unfortunate. I know. Which is unfortunate. I love a good buffet, but I, I think we're so pretty much I. done, right? So do I. I love a buffet. Uh, Memorial Day weekend in the States. Last year, this was a $250 million weekend at the box office. Uh, this year what will be zero. Oh, yeah. Um, what came uh, out last Aladdin. year this time? Oh, right. And something yeah, else. Hey. It was Aladdin something else Chill. last year. Uh, Fast 9 was supposed to open this weekend. Oh, no. Yeah, it got pushed to 2021. So there's that. Uh, Marvel, uh, sorry, the DC Universe unveiled an updated slate of its movies. So Wonder Woman 1984, August 14th. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League will be HBO Max sometime in 2021. Mm. The Batman is now October 1st, 2021. The Suicide Squad is now August 6th, 2021. Uh, Black Adam is now December 22nd, 2021. The Flash. Oh, that's June- the one with the, the rock, right? Yeah. Black Adam? Yeah. The Flash, June 3rd, 2022. Shazam 2, November 4th, 2022, and Aquaman 2, December 16th, 2022. We're almost like, like Aquaman is almost 2023, like December 16th, uh, 2022. You were asking Memorial Day weekend last year. Aladdin, Booksmart, Spart, John Wick 3. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's 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 right. It was Aladdin versus John Wick. That's That's a really big weekend. It was a big, because this is always a huge weekend for movies in the States, um, this uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Lori Loughlin and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, is uh, they've they're going to video conference into a courtroom today to officially plead guilty to a couple lesser counts of paying five hundred thousand dollars to get their two daughters into University of Southern California as fake rowers. Uh, under the plea agreement, Lachlan will serve two months in prison while Julia uh, Giannulli will serve five months. They've also agreed to Whoa. pay, uh, I think she's paying $200,000 or $150,000 and he's paying a little bit more than that. And uh, she's doing 100 hours of community service and I think he's doing 250 hours of community service. And Becky, come but, on. But because of COVID, they're not going to see any time. No, not at all. They're not going to see one day. That's why they plead guilty. Because remember, they were going to go to court in the fall yeah. and fight this. And I guarantee that their lawyer was like, hey, listen, if you plead guilty right now, they're going to give you two months. You are not going to step foot 
in any so, sort of correctional will facility. It just then be house arrest for two it, months? It won't even be house arrest. It's just, all, it's just pro- fine. probation. So it's like a year probation or whatever it is. I guess yeah. they're already on house arrest, so it wouldn't be any different. I, I, exactly, yeah. Oh, uh, Netflix is telling subscribers to use it or lose it. So Netflix I mean, said that they're going to begin to cancel accounts who have not watched anything in a year since they joined, as well as anyone who hasn't watched anything at all in two years. The company plans to begin sending emails to subscribers in an app or in-app notifications this week, offering a chance to keep their subscriptions live. Those who do not respond will be deactivated. They say, we've always thought that it should be easy to sign in or cancel. So as always, anyone who cancels their account and then rejoins with Within 10 months, we'll still have their favorites, profiles, viewing preferences, and account details just as they left them. So why are they doing this? That's the question. Yeah, because why do they even care as long as they're getting their money every single month? Okay, so what it is right now and it is they say that the percentage of inactive accounts is actually quite low. So we're not oh. talking about a giant number that's going to hurt them. But they know COVID right now, and they know that people will eventually come back to Netflix. Yeah. The difference is this, is that Netflix in 2017 was 1099, Netflix in January 2019 was 1299. Mm-hmm. So they're going to cancel somebody's account, and then they're going to be like, oh my God, my Netflix! And then they're going to go re-sign up, and it's going to be 1299. Oh, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you Right, so that. Oh, come on, Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Not fair, guys. <laughs> Not fair. Steph Curry vlogging at home and uh, coming up with songs on the spot. This is a song he invented uh, while changing uh, his son's dirty diaper. All the pool comes out, but it stays inside of you. But it's got to get changed sometimes, cause it's nasty. And it's gonna stink all the time. And I change and I change all day. Probably six, seven, eight. I don't know where just things all day. Can't explain what your diaper does to me. You know, every now and then when you see somebody who's crazy talented at one thing and then you find out they're really talented at, like, everything, <laughs> Steph Curry's not that guy, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> His singing voice sucks. So John Tory is now apologizing because he was out at Bellwoods over the weekend and he was not physical distancing and he had a mask on, but his mask was all pulled down and underneath his chin. And it's interesting because we talked to John Tory about this not that long ago, about what happens when that first weekend hits Toronto, because anybody who lives in the city knows that the people in the city go buck wild on that first weekend. And so this is a conversation we had not that long ago with John Tory. When this first weekend hits where it's 20 degrees, we more so than anybody else rip off all our clothes and go around outside and i worry uh for the people in this city but uh you seem to be encouraged by the fact that we're all going to behave ourselves this weekend there is a way to go outside there is a way to even flirt a little bit from nine feet away uh just don't get too close right is that the message exactly yeah. i'd like to pursue a little bit but i know you don't have time you stripping your clothes off on the first night <laughs> nice oh please um, you City longer than I have. I have to get right down to City Hall to pass a bylaw against that. You know what happens on this weekend? That is something that would be bad for public health. Very bad. You've seen the look on visitors' faces that first nice weekend in Toronto. They all come to the city and they're like, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) No, and we go to a patio and it's such a great thing. I can remember myself sitting on patios on that first day where the sun feels really warm. Uh So look, we can go for a walk this year and we can do all that stuff. Just please stay away from other people that you don't live with. And, you know, if we do that, we really are getting closer to the day when we will be able to go to the patio and when things will be 
back to something closer to normal. I don't think it'll be completely normal for quite some time, but it'll get back to normal, and that's what we all want. The mayor did not stay away from other people, no? from people he didn't live with. And uh, what uh, John Tory said is, I want to apologize for my personal behavior. Yesterday, I visited Trinity Bellwoods Park to try to determine why things were the way they were. I fully intended to properly physical distance, but it was very difficult to do. I wore a mask into the park, but I failed to use it properly. Damn. Another thing I'm disappointed about, uh, these were mistakes that I made, and as a leader of the city, I know that I must set a better example going forward. So mm. there's that. Still can't see my parents, though. Right. Uh, and also the best part, uh, Beck Taxi tweeted over the weekend, uh, please don't contact us for a ride home if you spent the day at Trinity Bellwoods Park ignoring physical distancing rules. Sincerely, Toronto. <laughs> so that was from uh, Beck Taxi. Uh, John Krasinski was chatting with uh, Rain Wilson via Skype. Ah, Dwight and Jim back together. <laughs> yes, sir. And they were discussing why John Krasinski sold his Some Good News Network to CBS, uh, which a lot of fans went in on him for saying that it was a sellout job because what he was doing was really, really great and impactful and people liked it. And uh, he sold it to CBS Viacom for who knows how much money uh, and who knows what they're going to do with it. But this is uh, John explaining. Well, it's funny. It was one of those things where I was only planning on doing eight of them during quarantine because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, like I said, we're, you know, I have these other things that I'm going to be having to do very soon, uh, like Jack Ryan and all this other stuff. But um, more than that, it was, you know, just something that, you know, writing, directing, producing and all those things uh, with a couple of my friends was was so much. I knew it wouldn't be sustainable with my prior commitment. So I knew the two options always were going to be that. I leave it off at eight in my office, which I would love to keep doing the show from my office forever. I just, it wasn't sustainable. And sure. so I need a partner coming on. And it was funny because in the first episode, like I said, I was thinking, you know, why isn't there a good news show that's dedicated entirely to good news? And now we have one of the biggest news programs in America, CBS News, saying that they want to make it part of their permanent news cycle, which is insane. Hmm. Huh. Uh, he mentioned Jack Ryan, which I love that show. Have you, have you did you watch Jack on Ryan? Amazon Prime? No, not no, yet. No, bro, they're so good. Both those yeah. seasons are so good. Yeah, it's re he's really good. Identity and, theft is not a joke, Jim. And he's jacked in it. But did you see John Krasinski in The Rock on Monday? On Memorial Day, so no. the the Rock has this home gym at his place. But the <laughs> Rock, but, but the Rock's home gym is like a it's a wedding tent. Uh -huh. It's not even in his house. It's like they built a giant tent in the backyard, like one of those big, huge white wedding I'm tents. I'm pretty sure that tent, yeah. and all that gear. I'm pretty sure that's his traveling. Oh no, gym. it is. That's what they because bring on movie sets. Anytime with him. he shoots a movie, he's that same gym yeah. is somewhere yeah that's his deal is that that gym and tent travels with them but they did together john krasinski and the rock did the murph challenge on monday which is what the murph challenge is done on memorial day in the u.s and it's to honor lieutenant michael murphy and the murph challenge is run a mile do a hundred pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 squats and then run another mile with a 20 pound weight vest Wait, you do all of that with a 20-pound weight vest? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, that's the that's the I'm Murph dead. challenge. Yeah, and so that's what Krasinski and The Rock did. On, what was the first uh, thing on, on you Monday. do? Run a mile. Yeah. 100 push-ups. Uh -huh. Sorry, sorry. Run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, end on running a mile. Yeah, no, I'm dead. And then you do that with a 20-pound weight vest. So what? 
<laughs> Jim and, and Rock did this? Yeah, they did it. Yeah, yeah. And people do it and they do it in under an hour. Like people post their That's times. Impossible. Yeah, people, no, people post liars. their times. Yeah, people post their liars. times. I'm telling you, man. So over the weekend, Doja Cat got canceled and then reinstated all within the span of 24 hours. I don't even understand what happened with that <laughs> story. Okay. So word started to surface that she hangs out on tiny chat in what were described i'm not calling because i don't actually know but what were described as racist incel chat rooms with these dudes and she just hangs out there and just says just chats i don't know like dirty stuff and whatever it's doja cat stuff yeah uh, but she's like part of the crew. She's like part of the group. Hangs out there often. By the way, then, if you don't know the what a Doja Cat is, she's the one that sings this song. Okay? Yeah. That song. And then an older song of hers popped up, which she recorded, which was a song called Didn't Do Nothing, which is attributed to racists who make light of police brutality against black guys oh god because that's whenever somebody whenever something happens the racists come out and then they take the picture and then they write i didn't do nothing which is just a i don't know anyway so she wrote a song called didn't do nothing yeah which then surfaced so this is what and then so what happened was is that they canceled her on the weekend Mm -hmm. and then i saw that on i think it was on saturday and then i think what happened was nobody actually managed to get any evidence of her saying racist things. So then it was, we're sorry, Doja Cat. So, but they were trending one on top of the other. So it was a Doja Cat is over party to we're sorry, Doja Cat. And they just kept flipping back and forth between which one was trending higher. And so her statement reads this. I want to address what's been happening on Twitter. I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to everyone that I offended. Uh, I'm a black woman. Half of my family is black from South Africa, and I'm very proud of where I've come from. As for the old song that resurfaced, it was in no way tied to anything outside of my own personal experience. It was written in response to people who often use that term to hurt me, the didn't do nothing term. Uh, I made an attempt to flip its meaning, uh, but recognized that it was a bad decision to use the term in my music. I understand my influence and the impact and I'm taking this all very seriously. I love you all and I'm sorry for upsetting or hurting any of you. That's not my character and I'm determined to show that everyone moving forward. Thank you so much. So that's what went on with Doja K. It's a whole thing, man. Damn. It's but I've I don't know I don't know if I've ever seen somebody get canceled and then reinstated. Oh, it's never happened within twenty four hours. No, <laughs> like, it's never it happened. Crazy. Saturday it was like I hate you, I hate you, I hate oh you, and then Sunday it was like I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was a wild run, <laughs> and I'm I'm still not hundred percent sure I understand everything that went on. Scientists have identified they say the forty seven traits that make you a good flirt. Oh, I know all of them. Okay, no, More, what are the liar. what are the what are the traits that make you that you know make you a 47. good flirt? I would add. I'll 10. give you I'll give you some that aren't on the top ten. Okay. okay? Oh, running uh, your hands through a stranger's hair. No, that's assault. <laughs> um, being spontaneous, being mysterious, giving oh. somebody a compliment, being romantic, being bold, smelling good. These are all things that are not on the top ten and of I'm all really the things that make mysterious. you a good flirt. Sketchy is what it's called. More oh. um, <laughs> stalking. <laughs> Uh, showing that you have good character is at number 10 okay. of the things that make you a good flirt. Uh, being respectful, 
Now, women ranked this higher than men did. Being persistent at number eight. I'm so good at that. Being good with words. Okay, sure. Uh, the level of interest you show in somebody else at number six mm -hmm. makes you a good flirt. Honesty at number five. What about showing interest in yourself? Politeness at number four. Uh, good looks at number three. Men rank this higher than women do. Of course. Uh, intelligence is at number two. You want to take a shot at number one? Cockiness. No. What is it? Humor. Oh. oh. But what about like you where you know you're good looking? Who, me? Yeah. Like well, you know you're good looking and have no problem saying it. <laughs> what wow. are you trying to do to me right now, man? <laughs> no, like where's that you, on the list? What do you mean? Me? <laughs> like cocky? No. Uh, don't drag <laughs> me into this. You do your own thing in the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so the Snyder Cut of Justice League... Fans wanted this to happen for a very long time, and then HBO Max uh, realized that the demand was there, and it would actually be really great to allow Zack Snyder to release his version of Justice League because his uh, kid passed away during production, and then he had to leave the production, then Joss Whedon came in and redid the movie. So we've never seen the actual Zack Snyder version of Justice League. So that's mm -hmm. happening on HBO Max. Then the conversation started yesterday. Well, what about David Ayer and the original Suicide Squad? Because David Ayer is another director that went through something similar, which was there were so many problems on that movie with the studio and the writing that the movie that was released, the stories were that this was nothing like the movie he made. Really? So he submitted a movie and then they went in and hacked it apart and released something, a version of the movie and did, a whole, his bunch, and did a whole bunch of reshoots. Uh -huh. uh, but the movie that he made was not the movie that we saw in theaters at all. Oh. The movie that has 27% on Rotten Tomatoes that everybody Ooh, hated. Ouch. So they asked him on Twitter yesterday if a air cut of Suicide Squad exists. And he said, of course it does. And it's almost complete except for some visual effects. My cut would be easy to complete. Uh, it would be incredibly cathartic for me. It's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. The film I made has never been seen. Wow. So now fans want the David Ayer director's cut of Suicide Squad because they feel that they this, got ripped off. Could this that be like well. a redemption for these big DC movies that have all failed? So the problem that they had with Suicide Squad and the problem that they had with Justice League. Justice League one of the big things that you kept hearing over and over and over again was that the studio felt they were too dark. And okay. so Joss Whedon came in and lightened it up and added some funny to Sue uh, Justice League. And then the same thing was made from whatever David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. But all of a sudden you have all this great fan you know, involvement of where they want the original cuts, which, yeah. is, which is one thing. But then you also see what Joker did where Joker was rated R and it was extremely dark and fans loved it. Mm -hmm. So their sort of mentality back then of these movies are too dark, nobody will want to see them. Maybe now they're like, hey, let's give this a shot yeah. with these super dark Look how DC much everybody movies. loved Joker. Exactly. Right. So, so that may be part of it. I don't know. I don't know. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hey, Robin, how are you? Hey, good. How's it going? Good, good, good. You're out in uh, Vancouver, right? I'm in Vancouver, yep. Pouring nice. rain here. Oh, is it really? 
Oh, whoring. But, okay. Hold on a second, though. Not to get into the stereotype of what happens with the weather in Vancouver, but isn't it always raining in Vancouver? No, we had some moments of sun yesterday. Okay. Moments of sun. Did it rain yesterday, though, at all? I think it did a little, yeah. Did it rain the day before? No, it did not. But it did the day before that. What was the high temp yesterday? Like 22, I think. Yeah, as, as a high, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was what? Where were we yesterday with the humidity? How were oh, we? Oh, it was like 30-something. Like, yeah, 30-something, yeah. right? Because let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Okay? This is for all you people in Vancouver who wrote me two weeks ago. Screenshotting. You know who that was? That was my husband. Yeah, no, he was not the only oh, one. that was your, what a small world. Yeah. That was your that husband, was my husband. Robin? Yeah. 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 Okay? Okay, not the only one because all Catherine's Wait, family so lives me. out there, what too. What happened? What happened? He DM'd Roz the weather and circled it and was like, oh, look at today. Because yeah. I guess it was raining in Toronto. Yeah, and what did I write him back? And then June, July, August, September, and October. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. said, write me back in June, July, August, September, and October. All right, Jabonis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right, what's your question? We love you, Vancouver. What's your question, Robin? <laughs> okay, so would you rather be naked at work for a full hour or be dropped off two miles from your house and have to make your way home naked? <sighs> Okay. Are there any parameters around this? Well, I'm thinking no phone or money of any kind. Mm, okay. Okay. And you cannot call your wives and husbands. Right. And, being and, being mm, um, dropped off two miles away from home. Is it day yeah. or is it night? Uh, let's say peak traffic, like why, rush hour. Okay. Why don't we say this to just even it out? Same okay. time of day as okay. you would be in work. Just to, yeah. even, just to even it out. Okay. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and here's the other thing, too, is that you can't just be naked at work and go hide. Like, you're naked at work, but you have to do no. your job. Like, no, we would like sitting see, at your office like, desk, chilling out. Yeah, yeah, like, we would see everything, you getting up to go to the bathroom, everything yep. else. Totally doing your normal behaviors for that day. So here's the, dif- okay. here's the difference, though, right, is that... Like for Maury and I, we live right downtown, which uh-huh. is very populated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're only naked at work for an hour. Like yes. That's not so yeah. bad. Well, yeah. I know. But here's the thing. So what would you rather have? The people you see every single day, every <laughs> single day see you naked and have that memory or just strangers that you may never see again. I don't mind the people at work because then I can finally say, see, told you. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah. All right, nubbins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my answer, Robin, would be yeah. to be dropped off like two miles away from home. Yeah. Because if I were to be in here naked, like it would be so weird. <laughs> like I can't even look at him in the face right now. <laughs> yeah. Talking about this question. Yeah. But I don't think I could do the show for just one out of the four hours that we're on the radio and have to look you in the eyes while while I'm naked. Okay, question but you're behind you. a desk. Question like you're doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I can still see his face. Yeah, there's, there's cameras yeah. and there's everything from all <laughs> sorts of angles. Right? I wouldn't be able to suck it in for that long. Right? It's just, I would pass out. Uh, so You'd have to be fully shaved up and everything. Too. Would it be easier, Mocha, if we were all naked? No, I think that would be even more weird. It would? Yeah. yeah. It would still be weird. Because I'd, I'd still have to look at you knowing that, like, look at you, like, in the eyes yes. and know that you are also completely naked. Correct. Right? Yeah. And the Maury will be joining you naked as well. I yeah. would. Uh, yeah, I'd rather be dropped off 
two miles from home and yeah. have to make my way home. Yeah, I think that I would. Uh, Maury, what would you do? You would prefer. I'd do it at work. You, you would. Why? I knew because it. Because it's like. Because he's a pervert. No, but it's easier yeah. to just like if people around the street see you, then it, it's weird. Like he, it's less weird around you guys. You think it's less weird for what? us to see you naked? Well, because like I've done so much crazy things. On the show that, to me, being naked is like, eh. I, I honestly, Maury, I truly believe that if it came right down to it, you would choose to walk home naked than mm -hmm. sit naked in front of us right now. I honestly believe that, that if it came right down to it, I know right now you're thinking that it would be easier because you're more comfortable with us and you can maybe have some fun with it, everything else. I think that if it came right down to it, you would choose to walk home naked mm -hmm. than you would to sit in front like of downtown, us naked. Like right downtown, like yeah. walk home naked. And where I live, it's like there's like, you know, it's trendy. Yeah. Yeah, you just like take the elevator upstairs and everything. Maury lives right down by Rogers Center. You're thankful that baseball's canceled, Maury. <laughs> you have to, you know, because that, that would add. That would add. Would you rather walk home two two miles through sixty thousand people yeah. naked? <laughs> we're, all, we're all leaving a Blue Jays game. Yeah, <laughs> well, they'd be saying somebody stole a bat. Stay on. Oh, okay. <laughs> like those mini ones that you buy the kids, right? Yeah, novelty bat <laughs> with a little pen on the end of it. What? What's your <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer to this question? Um, I don't know. It's pretty stressful, so I think I'd have to hang out at work for an hour naked. Really? What do you do for a living? Yeah. Well, I work in a daycare. Oh, so I'm, thinking, I'm thinking nap time. Yeah. Okay, nap oh, time. my God. There's a lot of eyes closed. Nah. Very quiet and dark. You don't get to pick which hour. Yeah, no. It's, it's, your, it's your busiest hour. All right. Yeah, right. strangers. It's your, it's your strangers, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that I would... Here's I, I'm just so fearful of being like humiliated publicly. <laughs> so I think that I would probably choose to be naked in here. Really? Yeah. yeah. And if wow. we're naked yeah. here, I, then because I, I, I you don't know my neighborhood, man. I don't live in a great neighborhood. Like the, the you know what I mean? Like I I know like I love my neighborhood, right? Uh -huh. But it's like I walk down the street as it is, and the like the, the homeless people know my name and like, uh, and, and they're very happy to see me, right. you know? And I, I don't know if there's just so many people out on the street in my neighborhood. <laughs> like it's just so busy. <laughs> it's so, you won't be able to recover. No, from that. So, no, it's so busy. And I like to walk around my neighborhood and naked? I don't, I don't know if you could ever go back from that. Yeah. I don't if know. We do, if we're all naked here, if we do it at work, it checks, we're all naked. No, but it checks it off the list, and then we don't have to discuss it anymore. No, we're not all getting naked, Maury, at like, work. Then it's done. We never need to bring it up again. No, 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 no. What are you trying to do right now? I knew it. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. No problem. Thanks for calling, guys. Right, Take care. You. Shout bye out bye. to everybody in Vancouver. Yeah, all right. yeah. Uh, JS says, what is something, could be food, it could be a gadget, it could be a movie, um, any purchase that you have made, right? Mm -hmm. What is something that you will confidently give a review of five out of five stars? My espresso machine. Really? No problems with Why it at all? Why you say it like that? <laughs> My espresso machine. <laughs> All of a sudden he turns into Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Just because it's like, it's it's really awesome and I just absolutely love it. Like, it's just the greatest invention. Oh, okay. What is something that I would give five out of five stars? Food, movie. Oh, you know you know what I can say? But can, can a gift count? Sure. Okay, you know what I would give five out of five stars to? What? Hands down, no questions asked. And it's probably the first 
thing of its kind that I would give five out of five stars wow. to. Okay. And it was a gift from you, Mocha. From me? Yeah. Oh, okay. The the Yeti travel mug. Yep. Really? That five to me like five it. out of five stars. Yeah. What is a Yeti travel mug? So this, it's uh, a it's a mug it's, that I have right here. It's a it's an insulated mug. Well, can I say by that company, since I've seen Mocha use this, I've been looking. Every, I don't know where to find this, and I want one. Yeah, those things are incredible, and it's the right size. Yeah, I can because my the new coffee pot I make. You know how when you make coffee in a coffee pot, you say four cups, but what comes out is actually two. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know why I don't know what that means. What like why not when you're making it designing a coffee machine. That four cups is actually four standard size mugs of coffee. Yeah. That's four. But when you put four, you get two. It's the most. Rid- I don't understand that. Anyway, so uh, so <laughs> so when I make four in my coffee pot, uh-huh. it fills that perfectly, right? So so it goes very very well with that. Uh, the lid does not slide. The handle is amazing. It's a big wide base. I love it. I would give that thing five out of really? five. I have oh, no problem. So happy, Actually, no. You know what? I can't because oh the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling real good about that. I gift know. It, I I like it. I I like it. But it, it it doesn't travel that well because you can't put it anywhere in the car. Yes. Four and a half out of five. Four and a half out of five. You know, you can buy, they have, there's an infomercial where you can buy inserts for your cup holder that makes the cup holder bigger. Are you going to get a cup holder for the cup holder? (laughs) It's a cup holder for the cup holder. (laughs) You know what? I know. You know what I'm going to get now? I'm just, you know what I would like is I would like a TV tray that just sit on my lap while I'm in the car driving. (laughs) Right? Where I could just actually just put stuff on the TV tray. What would you put? Like beans and (laughs) and a coffee, (laughs) little bread, maybe. Like baked beans? Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I need something in the I need something in the car. How because come cars don't have like those trays like airplanes where it can go into the the armrest? I would say because of safety. Yeah, I yeah. think they want to discourage people from putting like a quarter chicken dinner. Yeah, but right when you, on the, but when you have a kid though, table. because we keep a clipboard in the car now uh-huh. uh, because Roxy loves it. You just slide in the back of the seat, and then if she wants to draw or do anything, just grab the clipboard. But I agree, everything else but the driver's seat should have some sort of table mechanism for writing notes or putting down like a quarter chicken dinner. <laughs> or something how is no like you have them in airplanes, and not one car manufacturer said we should do the same thing? Yeah, because I think that they're trying to discourage that. But in the back that's seat, an, another element of distracted driving, right? No, but in yeah. the back seat for your kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like tray oh, tables yeah. that tray tables that come down from the back of the seat. Yeah, I'd be right? into that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm I'm big into that. I think that would be great. So five out of five. Maury, what would you give five out of five? He said it's an espresso machine. Oh, Anything right. Else? Yeah, but a perch, I'd give my dog a four no, out no, of five. No, no, that's no. That's not right. The dog pees on the floor still. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is not a five. I'm telling you right now. I've never met that dog, and that dog is not a five. Okay. Speaking of mugs and gifts, do you still have the mug I gave you with my picture on no, it? No, 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 no I don't. Uh, <laughs> that I'm was not a five out of five I, mug either. If I have anything, a that's a five mug. out of five at home. I mean, but, I love my snowblower, and it's given me zero problems this past year yeah. and last year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So I would give that, so far, a 5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my Dyson fan that's in the bedroom that goes, it can either do hot or cold. Oh, yeah? Really, yeah? Yeah. Is it one of those ones that, like, you can put your hand through it kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, bought that off sexy, the Amazon. Man. I really like They're my uh, NBA 2K20, so I give that a 5 out of 5. Oh, I haven't found okay. any flaws with that just yet. Oh, it says movies, but can you put TV shows? That mm-hmm. sure, why not? Little Fires Everywhere. 
Watch I saw it this weekend. Watch that. Is it good? Oh, How many episodes? So good. Seven. Oh, no, okay. no, eight. Oh, all right. It's not a five, but a five. <sighs> oh, did you watch it? No, I watched the first episode. Well, oh. then you can't judge. Well, no, I can because I wouldn't judge the first episode five out of five, so I'm not going to judge the whole season. It would be impossible at that point. The math doesn't work. Um, God, I'm trying to think of what else. You know what? I have a really good knife at home. Do you? Yeah, that I would give a five out of five to. Hmm. Also a really good cutting board that I would give a five out of five to. Stuff like that, I give five out of fives. 100%. What? The Instapot. The what? The, inst Instapot? the Instapot. What is that? A slow, co slow cooker? Well, like a pressure cooker what are you thing. Say pressure cooker? But it's called Instapot. Oh. Is that like a thing? Instapot? We made chili. So we were discussing yesterday. Whoa. We made chili yesterday on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> we could have put it for seven hours yeah. in the crock pot. Yeah. But then we read that you can put it 20 minutes in the Instapot right. and your chili's done. 20 that, minutes. That's, that was, like, that's like eating lasagna on a 32 degree weather yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, that was like me last week when I decided to make lasagna, and it was like 30 degrees Wait, out. you made lasagna last weekend? <laughs> Dude, you owe me a slice of lasagna. I don't owe you anything. <laughs> I owe you a bet. I owe you nothing. We had a bet. No, I owe you nothing. Uh, I don't I think it was a nothing. bet. I it wasn't it was more a bet. of a demand. Yeah, you, you demanded a lasagna, and I said that uh, I would make you a lasagna if we got to five days at minus... I think it was minus five. Minus five. No, five days in the minuses. Five days in a row in the minuses. And if you would believe, I know we thought that we had a terrible winter, but we did not have five days in a row in the minuses where it did not get above zero. So you lucked and, out. And so I didn't I didn't make Maury I didn't make okay. Maury lasagna. Mocha, just just let me let me ask you a question here. He yeah. made a lasagna. Should he not have just brought a slice and said, Hey, good winter. Here you go. No. 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 Uh, I don't think so. No. Here, do you want to see a picture of it more? <laughs> I, you know what I do. <laughs> Here, look at this was me the other night. This was me the other night with my uh with my leftovers. Glorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's a corner piece too. Maury's eyes just turned into hearts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, here, look at look at this. Look at this stack of pancakes. I'd never made pancakes before. Can you believe that? Really? really? No, I'd never made pancakes before. Have and you made waffles? And Roxy said she wanted pancakes for breakfast. So look uh -huh. at this perfect stack of pancakes I made. Oh, wow. They're all the same size, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Look at that. Wow. And I don't know how many pancakes kids eat, so I made her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and I stacked them all up. And she ate them all? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What'd you put on it? Or uh, what did just, she put on just it? Just a little bit of syrup. Mm -hmm. But she, we had this discussion because she has never had Aunt Jemima syrup. Okay. Because Aunt Jemima syrup is just like candy. Uh -huh. And once you have Aunt Jemima, you can't go back and have anything else because it's just not going to be good enough. Well, so she only knows like real maple syrup, like from a can that you have to crack. Oh, right. She's okay. never had, she's never had Aunt Jemima syrup before. Never because it's like ketchup. It's just only sugar. Yeah. Right? There are people that think Aunt Jemima syrup is maple syrup. It's not. No, They're it's too, not. It's yes. not. Yeah, it's completely different things. There's not sugar. maple syrup in there at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's just all it's all flavoring and flavoring and everything else. Wait, Don't get so me wrong. I grew up with Aunt Jemima syrup. Did you eat any of the pancakes? No, I didn't eat that stuff. Oh. No. Why not? My ass is getting big, man. Oh, you know, wow. We talked about this last okay, week. Okay, first of all, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. <laughs> I'm still not getting naked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Aaron asks uh, if a piece of spaghetti accidentally came out of oh, your nose, shut up. would you sniff it back in or pull it out with your fingers? No, pull it no, out. No, 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 hold on. How much is coming out at the time Let's that you're say, Back. Equal half, half of the piece. Yeah, equal. I say. Well, then you have to pull it out. Yeah, pull it out with your fingers. Yeah, right. you have to. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Okay, nobody's it's snorting that back. It's the same thing of out. when there's like a booger coming. You don't snort a booger back. Um. Yeah, I've snorted. I snort a booger back. Sure. Nicole asks if you could only have three seasonings for the rest of your life, what would they be? Well, salt, pepper. Yeah, that's two. 
See, what I was thinking about be? this. What would the third be? Because my answer is also salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what my third answer would be. Can herbs de Provence be one? Because to me, that's my favorite seasoning. Yes, that could but, be one. Because in that seasoning is many other seasonings. No, but you buy it. It's in a bottle, uh-huh. like all, all made up like that. Because I love herbs de Provence. Oh. But I also love cumin. I don't know. Like chili powder, maybe? Maybe? Would be my third. Here, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw one out there right now. Cinnamon is a seasoning. It is. Yes. I'm going to throw one uh, spice. I'm going to throw one out there right now. Okay. Which is for me, the one thing I can't replicate in any other sort of part of the kitchen. So I'm going to say salt and pepper, right? Now I would say herb de Provence, but, but I don't really like it, but you could make that on your own if you wanted to, you could dry lavender lavender, everything else. Right. Um, I would say cumin, however, cumin, you can sort of replicate in other ways and cumin on its own is not that great. I always like cumin with all these other things in it, which is fine. Um, I'm not going to do anything hot like a pepper because I can always just use a liquid or just use fresh peppers or whatever it is. But I'm going to say that my third, the one that I cannot replicate using other ingredients in the fridge, I'm going salt, pepper, and smoked paprika. Ooh, paprika. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Can can we say cinnamon? Yeah, you can say cinnamon. But I guess you could replicate that. You just grind cinnamon. Yeah, you just grind cinnamon. But I can't replicate smoked paprika. Mm. Can the KFC spice that you can now buy be considered a seasoning? Well, that's 11 of them. <laughs> I know, but it's all in one thing. Is it? Yeah, they release the whole now? thing? Yes, they do. They no, release the it's not the real. It's not the real one. It's not the, no. It's no. like, it's with all the other spices. There's like KFC, there's Swiss Chalet. You can buy the Swiss Chalet gravy in a thing. But you can I, know, buy the KFC I know you thing. can buy the Swiss Chalet, but I've never seen the KFC. I've never seen the build your own KFC before. I what swear I've seen this. Maybe it, it might have been limited edition, just like they ca- came out with mayo chop, like the Heinz mayo chop. Wait, 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 what is it? Is it in like a jar like and a then you sprinkle thing. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Hold on here. You're telling me they released their, their 12 or 11 herbs and spices? The I secret? could have sworn I saw no. this as a limited edition. I don't know. Thing. I think we would have heard about this. Yeah, I don't hold know. On here. Hold on here. Let me just see. You I know don't. That they, you, know, you remember mayo chop? No. Where it's mayo and ketchup in one squeeze bottle. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. And when on Friday they came oh, out with... Oh, wait. Was that last week? Yeah, or, no, not last week. Sorry, last, last year? Last year, but uh. this weekend they came out with mayo racha. Oh, enough. <laughs> I don't know if they... I don't think you're correct on this. I more. may not be. Yeah, I don't think you... I don't think you are. I may be wrong. Yeah, I don't think you are. I really wish you were right, but I think that you're. I think you're wrong. Uh, it's interesting though when you start getting into the the dynamics and the spices of um, KFC. There's an old school like shaker mix, like what you were talking about uh-huh. of of spices, and it's been around forever. And the story was, if I if I'm not mistaken that this was what the original KFC used and then they wound up copying oh, Colonel a, Saunders a version, stole this? A version of this what? particular spice. Like Colonel Saunders, when he lived in Mississauga, Ontario, found this, what you're talking well, about. No, no, it was, this is before Mississauga. This is, this is back when he was still in Kentucky. In, in, in Kentucky. But apparently there is this company that... And I think that that's the that's the story. I'll find the name it's of not it. Shake and, and bake. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you thinking shake and bake? <laughs> <laughs> I'll add some, no, some salt and pepper it's, to it's, it. Boom. No, it's like it's like uh, I, it's not old Dutch, but it's something like old Dutch. It's something like one of those. Um, hold on, fried. 
chicken, <laughs> spice. I know it's a yellow container. Yellow container. No, it's not Old Bay. Do you like Old Bay? Do you ever use Old Bay seasoning? No. Oh, brah. Old Bay seasoning is what they sell at when you go to the um, the fish counter. Uh-huh. It's always in these tiny little square metal containers. Oh, yeah, right yeah. Right up there. It's called Old Bay. Buy okay. it. You'll love really? it. Yeah, Old Bay. Old Bay's a great Like season. OXO? No. Uh, Mar- <laughs> you know nothing about... Like, are, you t- are you guys talking about asparagus right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Shake and bake. <laughs> yeah, guys, hold on. Let me just... Water, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lisa M. asks, yeah. have you ever purchased a toy for your child that they hated and what was it? I don't know if I've purchased anything for Cruz that he hated. I've purchased things that he's been like disappointed about. For example, uh, one time we went to the dollar store and I got him, he really wanted this smiley face balloon. Yeah. And it was like helium filled and everything. And he loved, love, love, loved it. Right. Yeah. Played with it until it deflated and then uh, magically disappeared. (laughs) So he had been asking and asking and asking for a smiley face balloon. So I went out to, I think it was Party City, and I bought, they didn't have any of the really, really big ones, yeah. but they had smiley face balloons on a stick, right? Oh, no. Oh, not the same. Not- so I brought it home. And mind you, he's only three, right? Yeah. So I bring it home, and I said, Cruz, I have a surprise for you. I'm signing it behind my back, right? Yeah. And he's like, what is it? What is it? And I gave it to him. He's like, smiley face balloon. I was like, I told you. And he looks at it, and he says, I want a big smiley face balloon. <laughs> I was like, buddy, this is the only one that they had. <laughs> and then, like, subtly diss, not yeah. knowing that he dissed me. But he was like, that's okay. I like the little smiley face balloon. Yeah. But just disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah, and also it's on a stick. And right? it's on a stick, I know They're yeah. never as fun as the helium <laughs> ones, right? You feel terrible. Uh, yeah, we got Roxy a, a phone that she didn't like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a cell phone? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's only now, what, what, she's had it now eight months, and she's mm-hmm. only now just sort of starting to come around to it. We thought that it was going to be awesome. It, yeah. And it's just like a toxin tech plant, text plant. She can't go on the, the internet on it or anything like that. Um, and it, we just thought, you know, she could like text her grandparents and text us if, if we're late because she needed one because she had all these extracurriculars after school. And sometimes the teacher got sick and, got, and it got canceled, and she needed a way to just get a hold of Catherine. And so we thought this was going to be awesome. So we got her the phone, and then we put like a real cool background on it for her, and we transferred all her favorite apps that she had on Catherine's phone onto her phone. Yeah. And then she opened it and was just really struggling to just be super appreciative of it, right? Yeah. And, uh, and she, like, don't get me wrong, she's not unappreciative of it, but it's just she doesn't have a lot of interest in it. And then at the end of her, at the end of the, the day, like uh, at the end of her birthday, we were like, hey, Rox, just so you know, you don't have to love the phone. And she goes, oh, okay, good, thank you, because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. She was totally honest, right? And now the phone is a part of her life, but it's just not a big part of her life. So she has introduced the phone into her world on a very, very, very limited scale, which I'm more than happy with. You know, I, I'm the dad who gave his kid a phone and it sits on the shelf for most days. Right. Right. And That's I'm good, fine though. with that. Yeah, I'm fine with wow. that. There was one year I remember um, I gave my goddaughter because I can't. she was talking about like photography or something, mm-hmm. always wanting to take pictures, right? Yeah. And I think she was always taking her mom's phone to take pictures. One Christmas, I bought her a camera. Oh. And it was, you know, Wi-Fi and everything. You transfer the, pho- the, the pics from 
your your camera to your phone, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And all these great features. I was like, yo, this is a pretty bomb-ass camera. So we were there when she opened it. <laughs> and in my mind, yeah. the reaction would have been like, oh, oh my God, this is great. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much. I love my new camera. And she's like, yep. oh, cool. <sighs> and then I like put it down and like didn't even look at it. Yeah, I was like, no, there's cool features that are on this, on this camera. The that's the worst. I got you the extended warranty and everything. Yeah, it's the worst. You transfer it right to it because I know you just want it for like social and everything else, but yeah. it's that easy. You just transfer yeah. it right to your phone. Nothing. 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 And I was like, cool. And then I remember like a couple of weeks or months, I was like, hey, yeah. so uh, how you liking that camera? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's all right, you know. Oh, no. Does she use it now, though? Do you know? Like, did she ever come around to it or no? I don't think so. No, I I know. It sucks. That's too bad. That's too bad. (laughs) Okay. This is a fun one. Okay. Because I know two of us will have the same answer. Okay. What is something you wish you had? Oh, by the way, this is from uh, Andrew. What is something you wish you had, but your spouse won't allow you to get? Oh. (laughs) So I think, Roz, you and I may have the same answer as... I don't really think that there's anything our significant others no, no, she would w- tell us that we're not allowed to have. However, David Mori, on the other hand. Oh, I have a laundry list. Yes. I, my top of the list would be bedroom TV. We know that. <laughs> what else have you wanted that Matthew like completely shut down? Access to the bed. <laughs> oh, I was going to say another husband. <laughs> what, you want another husband? And he says, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Still sleeping on that couch, huh? Right? <laughs> Anything else? Well, for the longest time, it was a dog, and I just went out and got Andy, and now Andy loves Matthew. No, no, no. Don't say you just got, ran out and got the dog. This no. has been a process for... True. How many years now? Over 12 years, yeah. The top of the list is the bedroom TV. It's all I want. I want to be able to lie in bed on a Saturday morning and and see what's on or... Or just lie in bed on a Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) You already have a bedroom TV. It's in the living room. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I don't need this one now. You can do that on a Saturday morning. I don't need this one now. Oh, and I even wanted like a new car. Like I I want, like, I'm just like, can I get a new... This one's all banged up. But you had a new car. No, this is the only car I've ever had. But it was new. It was new. Yeah. And that's all banged up and stuff. And I'm like, can I just trade yeah, it but in you're and get the one another that banged one? It up. I know. It's and he's you, like, he goes, we are, you are not allowed to get a new car, not until this one dies on the side of a road. And I'm like, but what am I going to do then? Yeah, well, like, it's, it's, it looks that way more because you drive by touch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Ah, <laughs> uh, geez. No, I would say Catherine has never and would never say don't get that. I think that the only way that that conversation would come up is if I were to do something that would potentially be dangerous. Right. Right? Like if I said, I, you know, I'll tell you right now, you know where Catherine would say, you know where the fight would happen? Mm. If I told her I wanted to buy a gun. Oh, yeah. See, that wouldn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Oh, see, because I want guns. No, but if oh. you came home with like, <laughs> if you came home with like some taxidermy or something, would she like, or if you wanted to buy taxidermy. No, I'll tell you the reason I don't play that game more is because then she will come home with something equally gaudy because Catherine loves stuff like that. <laughs> so if you came She's home like, with cool. a big, like a stuffed yeah. bear, like yeah. she'd be no, like, cool? honestly, Catherine, lo- like our design sort of, we have a big middle ground that Catherine and I agree on a lot of things. Yeah. And that way designing things becomes easy, but she she has her sort of far right and I have my far left and those two worlds do not mix <laughs> like at all. Like Catherine will sometimes send me pictures of things being like, 
it'll be like a couch or a chair or a rug or whatever. And she'll just be like thoughts and she'll send me the picture. And I honestly think she's goofing on me uh-huh. where I write back and I'm like, oh my God, who would put that in their home? And then she'll write back. I think it's cute. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so I just bought it. Yeah. It's getting delivered on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing. But I think that if I were, if I wanted a gun or I, you know what? I think that if I told Catherine that I wanted to buy another motorcycle because I had one years ago, I think mm-hmm. that if I told her I wanted to buy another motorcycle, what about which I don't, ring? which I don't, I've already had a nipple <laughs> ring. When I met Catherine, we both had nipple rings. <laughs> yeah. No, she's or fine with that. Or the ring in between your nose. Kath, uh, pff, she had the back of her neck pierced when I met her. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, and it man. used to make me sick to my stomach. I would touch it because she was like, she was like, we had these fantastic makeout sessions, and I would put my hand on her, like on her back or like on the back of her neck, and my finger would touch this barbell that she had, like coming Ooh. out of the skin, out of the back of her neck, and I was like, <laughs> it just, it just made me so sick to my stomach because that's not supposed to be there, did right? The, did the skin, like, did it, did the whole fill in? And is it still there? I've never or, even looked. Or is there like an indent of never, skin? I've never even looked. Can you look huh. today? Yeah, I'll look today. <laughs> 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 no, I've never, I've never even looked. But she had a nipple pierced and I had a nipple pierced and she had that thing, nape, I think is what they call it, on the uh, nape of your neck Wait, pierced. did your, your, the nipple piercing, what, was it like um like a ring? Like or, mine? Yeah. Or was it like also a barbell? No, no, no. It was a hoop. Yours was a hoop? Yeah. What was hers? A hoop. Which which nipple? Oh no! Did no, you no. have? Did she have a hoop? No, she had a little barbell. I think. Oh okay. Oh, did they ever get caught? I think. No, I don't know. <laughs> did you have left or right? <laughs> left. You know what that means? What? No, I have no idea. I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh, neither do I. Oh, okay. So why do you say it like that? Like <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Every week on Instagram at kiss nine two five is where you'll find Ask Razamoka. Ask your questions, and we'll try to answer as many as we can on a future episode of the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.